0: Hey everyone, it's Jonathan, and welcome to an episode that's a bit all over the place, but we always end up back on topic eventually. After Sarah and I talked about Disney's Alice in Wonderland with Jenna, I decided that we needed to go deeper into Disney's history with the story and go all the way back to one of his very first shorts, Alice's Wonderland. A very tangentially related to the book short that was more of a pilot or proof of concept rather than a genuine adaptation of Alice in Wonderland. Of course, to do so, I had to have Jenna back. She knows more about Alice history than I ever will and is a Disney history buff to boot. And then I also had to get my other Disney history geek friends on as well. So Eli Sands and Mark Brown are also joining us. And in addition to the original short, we also had to talk about a whole bunch more shorts in the Alice comedy series. And because we are all massive Disney nerds, we also went down a bunch of Disney history rabbit holes. And we literally recorded for three hours. So I trimmed a lot of the tangents, but this is still going to be a long one. So let's just get into it, starting off with one of Disney's earliest animation projects, predating Mickey and even Oswald, Alice's Wonderland. We'll first start with the first one, Alice is Wonderland, but we can fold that into just talking about the series as a whole. And I know Jenna probably has a lot of Alice-related trivia. <laughs> that
1: well, she... I do have a tidbit for the first one you guys might be interested in.
2: Okay. i never
1: sure. heard of Tommy Tucker's tooth.
2: Was it like a... Not like a live-action, like a puppet um, thing back in the 80s oh, wait, or nineties?
1: No, no, no. Um, it, Walt actually... Uh, because uh right before the alice comedies he had another studio laughograms and they were contracted by a dentist's office to create Uh, um it's more of a live action film with like animation in it. it it's almost like a psa of like how to take care of your teeth and why it's important so you got you got this one kid who has great teeth and the other kid who has awful teeth and uh you know, shames the kid for having awful teeth and he doesn't get a job because of it. Got little acid demons, pitch, you know, poking the tooth, making him get a toothache. So it's, <laughs> and it, it, in a way, it was actually Walt's, like, first really big success. Um, so he got a lot of profit from it. And from the money he made, making that short, he made Alice's Wonderland with the money from it. Oh, wow,
2: <laughs> that, is, that is interesting. That is interesting.
1: What? Yeah.
3: Yeah. the laugh. The laughograms were uh, hired to make a commercial. It sounds like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I guess was to promote
3: been... the dentist industry.
1: <laughs> yeah, th- that's yeah, the thing. Like, because like... I watched it again in preparation for this, and I was like, you know, they don't actually say the dentist's office, so I'm not sure <laughs> how this promoted them. But. <laughs>
3: probably like Popeye with spinach. Yeah well you had to get funding somehow to start that out uh, those alice comedies so that's not yeah the
1: but I, I think that's also part um so if anyone's seen alice's wonderland it kind of ends very abruptly
3: yeah
0: well a lot of these end rather abruptly I
1: ain't mean, true but i mean so. she's falling off a cliff and then it just ends
2: well actually i was <laughs> watching it on youtube and i saw that that video where it just ends abruptly with her falling but it There was another person who uploaded uploaded the same episode and it shows more of the ending after like she wakes up from the dream and starts telling her mom about it
1: so i don't think that's the actual ending i don't know that version
0: yeah i found multiple versions of a bunch of these and with this one the one that i watched in full has her falling off the cliff and she wakes up as she's falling and she's like telling her mother what she's been dreaming
1: Oh, you know what? Now I do remember that. Yeah, the version where they cut away
3: as she's falling on, down the cliff, I think that was in the bonus pieces on one of the Owls from Wonderland TV. Yeah, that's I how that I know that cool. one.
1: Yeah, well, that is weird.
3: But like uh, Mark said, there is a longer version that ends in a different place. And that's the one I saw. I think it was on YouTube or something. Yeah. It was,
2: yeah.
3: And yeah. by longer, I mean like yeah. four seconds longer. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not. It's not a very long
0: scene.
1: But it's a. I don't know. Disney's very strange about that in regards to releasing these older shorts. They'll release bits and pieces of them. So yeah, the 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 one that's on the Alice. uh, I forgot the DVD, but it's on the Blu Ray as well for Alice Wonderland. It ends very abruptly with her falling off a cliff.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know why. Yeah,
3: me neither.
1: Maybe it was a mistake.
2: <laughs> Maybe there was a version where that piece was cut, and then they found another version to fill in the ending.
3: <laughs> That's what I guess. They probably found the long version after Disney, like home video, like found it, and it was too late to add it. And, and so they they just had the cut version for the bonus feature, but they later found the longer version
1: because uh, the quality of that version is very good. So I'm it must be like a different copy.
0: Yeah, the quality varied wildly between versions
3: and yeah. shorts. It really does. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that.
1: So what do you guys think of the first one?
0: I thought it was fine, but I realized as I kept going that it was probably the most boring one. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I agree. Like, I mean, I, I guess I was, I've seen this before, but it's been so long that I'd kind of forgotten. And I was expecting a little bit more Alice in Wonderland related stuff. And this is basically, it takes the very vaguest premise of a girl falling asleep and having a dream about a crazy land and goes with that. But it doesn't take pretty much anything else from Alice in Wonderland.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm interested in the Alice comedies, but we're from an early Disney history than an Alice perspective because of that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it seemed more like uh, um, just an introduction to the series of the girl coming to Maltese's office and looking, looking around of mm-hmm. all, all the uh, animations that they're working on. One of my favorite um, um, scenes in that is in one of the, what do you call it, the cards where they, they write the dialogue. It mentions something about like how everything that Alice saw that day made... It, it like makes a girl's heart flutter or something, something like that and they were talking they was like you, you saw a uh, animation of like boxing cats and boxing dogs i i don't think that's the the correct what you mean by that's what <laughs> makes a girl's heart flutter <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i i thought it was a very strange uh specificness to it like why not just a kid yeah why a little girl
3: yeah you know what i my impression uh, of that I watched that like recently in preparation for it. Yeah, like my, my impression of it. I don't. I don't think that uh, live action and animation uh, combined that often in those days. I think that was really rare when that was released.
1: Well, there was a series called Out of the Inkwell, but it was kind of the opposite.
3: Yeah, that's another one I was thinking as yeah, well. Yeah. 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 You're right about that. Yeah, it feels yeah. like a little. Similar, similar, but there was, it wasn't like a live action person in an animated
1: world. Yeah, I guess you could say it was kind of like the first half, right? So you got the characters coming out of the inkwell, like you're animating the characters in the live action footage.
3: Yeah, they sort of put a new twist on it by introducing, by showing the animator first and then showing the girl in the cartoon world afterward. So yeah. like it might have been intentional put the out of the Inkwell series on its head in a new twist, which might have been why the Alice comedy was popular because it was sort of like a new a new twist.
1: It was impressive, I think.
0: I can see that for the time, I doubt they'd seen much like it. It would have been a novelty. I feel
2: even
1: now it's pretty um
2: interesting. Yeah.
1: I feel like it's much harder to do too compared to Mm -hmm. the other way around.
2: I'm sure. One thing that I didn't realize about this series, but at least the, you know, the first few episodes of this series is how much live action there is <laughs> compared to, oh, like, yeah. like the later <laughs> episodes.
0: Yeah. There was. And with a lot of these, especially in later ones, I was getting, like, Our Gang vibes. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was just
3: about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Our Gang. Was, I was getting those vibes, too, yeah.
1: Yeah. I enjoy it, though. I, I feel like um, it's very Walt, if you ask me. It feels like something... I, I don't know it seems like something is interested in.
0: yeah like
1: the mm. imagination of kids
0: yeah yeah
1: he, you know he's in the first one
3: yes yeah. he's yeah, drawing he at is. the beginning
1: yeah yeah fun fact that
3: was actually him in the, yeah that was an
1: interesting he very handsome
3: <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> the
4: yeah, well, yeah i mean he was a young but, man
0: how old was he in that scene that was nineteen really
2: um, twenty six, I'm guessing. So he's twenty-five.
0: I thought he might have been in his early to mid twenties.
1: Well, wasn't it filmed in like 1922, 1923?
2: Okay, so was 20, 20. It, it was finished nineteen twenty-three. So it's twenty-one. He was okay, like, yeah, he was young.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um <laughs> the other fun
1: thing about this is so the first one was filmed in Kansas City and then he went out. To LA because the Laughagrams went bankrupt.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, and right. he basically just had a reel of Alice's Wonderland and was shopping it around. And Winkler Productions was like, yeah, we'll take this.
3: I, I think the Alice's Wonderland short wasn't distributed anywhere. It was just shopped around for yeah. the, for, as, as a pilot, but it was never shown in theaters.
1: Yeah, it wasn't released.
3: Yeah, yeah. Then they started making other stuff like Alice, Alice's Day at Sea and Alice's Spooky Adventure and stuff like that.
1: Which is a bit strange because it, it does like explain everything, and it's perfectly fine. It's, the animation is great.
3: Yeah. It was, I, I, it was longer than musical, though. Was it like a 10-minute cartoon or something? The
0: one I watched was 12. 12.
1: I don't see why they couldn't have taken out, like, the beginning stuff.
0: Yeah, because that did feel a little out of place compared to the rest of it. But it does, I guess it does sort of explain why she's dreaming all this stuff, because she went and saw this fantastical animation studio where animation is actually alive, apparently. <laughs>
1: I just don't see why they, they didn't, they couldn't, like, reuse it to actually release it as one of the cartoons. But, yeah, they, they didn't. Mm-hmm. It was a
3: pilot. Especially when they put so much work into animating that thing, and like it was an impressive technical feat.
1: Yeah, the, heck, there's even some stop motion in it. Like her socks are rolling up and down. Oh yeah. You know, it's like yeah.
3: Right.
1: Yeah, so it's why not? But I, I guess they maybe they thought they could do better. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I'm not. Though so I'm I'm not as invested in it in its storyline like the others. So maybe that's what you know. Maybe Walt was like, eh. Yeah. It's okay. It could be better, though.
3: It is very random. Yeah, yeah. I do agree that it got it got better in later in later shorts. It was actually like some of my favorite Alice comedies were released like two two or three years later after after that one.
1: Same, yeah. yeah. I like Spooky Adventure in the Wild West. So
3: yeah, yeah. They actually, they got better at it. I think you could tell mm-hmm. they were improving their storytelling skills as it went. Yeah.
1: and some some budget too so that's because they, oh, they yeah. found yeah they got a producer
2: yeah once that pilot was over
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: margaret yeah. Winkler,
1: right? yeah yeah margaret winkler
3: Margaret winkler yeah
1: so that, that's pretty unusual to hear about a woman and yeah business then
3: he's very yeah. important
2: in animation history and one thing i was interested to know she lived a long life like she died in the 90s she was like in her 90s so like mm, uh, wow. i always wonder if anyone ever like inter- interviewed her about like the olden days of animation or whatnot but
3: i couldn't find anything oh, oh
1: that's unfortunate
3: so yeah i would have loved to see an interview with her and I yeah, yeah i didn't think to
1: look that up yeah. um at some point didn't her husband take over or something
3: yeah yeah hopefully yeah he had a like after, at the same time that he made that deal with walt disney to distribute the alf comedy she was like charles, charles Mintz, what's her fiance and charles Mintz. Mm-hmm. Became the producer of the Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon. He's the one who stole Oswald from Walt. He, yeah, infamously, infamously, he stole that character from Walt, which was why Walt changed the rules when he created Mickey Mouse that he would have ownership of the character no matter who distributed it. That was why he was able to do that because he didn't because he was basically stabbed in the back by Charles Mintz. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, he got like he
1: most of his animators too. He's like, yeah. well, if you don't, like- if you don't agree, then I, I could do it without you. I got your animators.
3: It's Don Booth.
2: Yeah, I, think I Don Booth. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Oh my god, it's like the pre-Don Booth Don Booth, like,
1: <laughs> you know, really like- yeah, the OG. Don <laughs> <Booth>. <laughs> Animation is yeah. a cutthroat industry. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Rudolph Ising and Hugh Harmon mm-hmm. and. I think Chris Freeling might have also been one of the people who worked for Walt Disney but switched to Charles Mitch and like Ub Iwerks was like the only animator who like stayed with Walt before Ub Iwerks went away and started his own studio too. That was later though. Yeah. Yeah. But we
1: might as well, as, as long as we mentioned Ub Iwerks, I believe he did most of the animation still. So like, didn't he do like all the animation for like playing crazy for Mickey Mouse?
3: Yes, he did all the animations for Playing Crazy. And he was like, and it was like a really impressive, like, uh, and like, Obawix oh, was really good at animating um, and out of object, he was like very good at dates and like, and so he was very like capable of doing all that crazy playing stuff.
1: And you can see it. You can see his work in the Alice comedy. So you can, you know, bring it back a little bit. You, you can see like the way the perspective is in some shots and how consistent it is. Because he was, like, really amazingly counted at, like you said, animating inanimate objects and kind of yeah, I think was- keeping keeping a perspective, whereas other cartoons at the time just went, you know, they didn't care. It didn't matter.
3: Right. Well, I think that was why Walt Disney promoted up Iwerks was one of the top animators by the time Mickey Mouse came around because he knew how good he was during the Alice Company.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, didn't he originally mean for it to be a partnership between him and Iwerks? It,
3: yeah, it was. It was kind. Of, I think it was called the Disney Eyeworks Studio, and they changed that because it sounded like a glasses shop. Eyeworks, so like. Yeah,
1: Eyeworks like does sound like glasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was think, literally I, a glasses I, company. Yeah, called Eyeworks.
3: Yeah, yeah, and they didn't like that, so they didn't call it that. I like, like.
1: Yeah.
3: Interesting,
1: yeah.
3: but yeah, but of Eyeworks. Like I said, he eventually left Disney because he thought Walt Disney was hogging all the glory, and he wanted, I wanted more credit. So he decided to form his own studio later.
1: Yeah, yeah, which fair enough to him. Um, I would seen. I, I actually haven't explored much of his later stuff.
2: I think after that, he um, he came back to Disney, right? After, after that didn't pan out. I think you're so. You're right. You're right. Um,
3: you're right. He did go back. He 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 created Flip the Frog. Flip the Frog is probably his most famous creation. But that's some, I remember I said, Flip. Flip. <laughs> yeah, but that's a character that not people outside of the animation circle don't really know that much about him because even back then he wasn't that popular. And so after that, then he I think he went back to Disney after that, and, but he didn't animate anymore. He did. He started doing special effects and working on movies like uh, the the Dobby O'Gill and the Little People and stuff like that.
1: Mm. so it's um it's kind of you know in a way i feel like alice's comedies are definitely like waltz brain like the he's like this is my idea because he's always had a fascination with like the alice stories and
4: mm-hmm.
1: um the idea yeah. of having a live action girl in an animated wonderland would continue on later but i think you could say it's a showcase of of skills though
2: yeah this was the first time I've watched them, and they're def- they're definitely a lot better than I expected them to be overall. Isn't yeah, it crazy know, I,
1: uh, to think about? Next year is going to be the 100th anniversary of Alice's Wonderland. Yep. Isn't that nuts?
2: 2023. Think about that, but yeah, 2023. Wow.
1: 23, uh, yeah. Oh, well,
2: 23.
3: Wow, yeah. Oh wow. Well, we're we're about to
1: celebrate the 100th year of the Disney Cup because that's also yeah. when the Disney Brothers Studio started.
3: Yeah. University was founded in 1923. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's literally the hundredth anniversary. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Because...
1: This is very timely, Jonathan. I'm sure he did it yeah. on purpose, right?
0: <laughs> I, uh, no, I wasn't even thinking about that.
1: <laughs> oh, Virginia Davis, the little girl. What do you think of her?
2: She was good. I think of all the um, all the girls i think she was the best or, or like i i, I could see her as alice yeah. and maybe it's because maybe just because of the episodes i've seen the 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 ones with her in it there were just a lot more for her to do and um, yeah. i just thought she brought something to the role and i think she's the name that people remember when they think of alice from these series i thought she had great facial expressions
1: yeah well i actually liked her so much it was like i'm going to california I've got a producer, come with us. And her family's like, okay.
0: okay. <laughs> I was going to ask how that worked because you said they yeah. moved and yeah. she stayed in the shorts, so that's interesting. She yeah.
2: moved out to L.A. Hi, my name is Walt Disney. I don't have much success yet, but I'm moving to the West. Do y'all want to come? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the rest was just I,
1: I believe later when she grew up, um, she actually worked in the ink and paint department for Disney. Oh. Oh, interesting! Uh, and she, she did lived. some. She looked She did some live action reference work for Snow White. Huh. Later, I know she
2: lived so, uh, a long life. She was like ninety, I think, when she passed away.
1: Yeah, she lived a while. Um, she didn't really get any recognition for her work with Disney until like the very towards the end of her life.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think she's an official Disney legend, right? I think. She yeah, got that. I she got to be a legend she...
1: before she died. Yeah. Okay. So, but you know it's kind of yeah. weird though isn't it like you help jump start this company and you don't really get any nobody really like remembers you until um, like
4: mm-hmm. yeah then
1: that's, later like oh yeah you were a part of it <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> to, yeah. that's life i guess <laughs> yeah it is uh,
0: I, th- I feel like that happened to several people from the early days that they just kind of got forgotten about until somebody later on realized like yeah they deserve more recognition than they've gotten
1: yeah, that, that did happen a lot. And
2: I feel that's the importance of um historians. I think that's what we as historians um, mm-hmm. do best. We're able to like look, uh, back. look back and see who did what and who yeah. should have been more recognized and whatnot.
4: Yeah,
3: that's yeah, true. But, yeah, I, I don't know if there were any film historians like around in those days. Because film was just starting out. So uh, I, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was no history. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's like saying if there's a TikTok historian, I guess.
0: No, I mean, that would be be strange.
1: (laughs) You know, there will be someday, though. There'll be papers on it. That is kind of what I find fascinating about historians. I say say that as being kind of one myself, you know. Mm
3: -hmm. When you're
1: living it, you don't really see the need to preserve it or recognize people.
3: Oh, yeah. You don't have to tell the studio executive that because they do not care about preserving stuff at all. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. all have to like, we have to convince them to do that. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Can you imagine how much digital lost media we have now? Like how many TikToks get deleted before they're downloaded you know, by somebody?
3: Oh my God. This yeah. week, I never this even thought about that because like that villains. happened a lot
1: in early film. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of films just got left in the dust. And we Sadly. think now, like why didn't they preserve them? <laughs> it's so, the same thing.
3: Yeah, I, I I write about film history all the time, so I like I, I yeah. hear about a lot of films that are just like gone completely because no one thought to preserve them, or because they got lost in a fire or something, or because oh yeah, of, like mm-hmm. geez, didn't that
1: happen to I a did. lot of laughograms? Um, that they're just gone. Yeah well i, I know even a lot I, of
0: these
2: alice comedies are missing yeah right?
0: <laughs> I, I read there was yeah. 16 completely lost and one partially lost
1: there's one that's in a danish film archive i know this was my old partner sam from curious archive got alice's spanish guitar from them hmm. um so there, there's a few that are like in archives yeah um oh, but yeah yeah but they're they they have not been like transferred
3: yeah i I haven't seen Man's guitar so I told, i I couldn't find that one. I was looking for it, but it does exist
1: it exists, yeah, so you, you got a few that are out there and they're just hard to find
3: yeah,
2: treasure hunt
1: Because <laughs> you, you have to like pay the archive money to get a copy of it
0: that's interesting
1: it's the i Film museum if anyone's interested they have they have a lot of good stuff. They have the nineteen the lost nineteen fifteen through the looking glass too.
2: Where is it? Denmark?
1: Denmark. Is it Denmark? I don't know. It's it's somewhere in Europe. Okay. <laughs> I remember you talking oh, about very that, useful.
0: the through the yeah. looking glass. Were you guys ever able to get a copy of that?
1: No one was really interested in helping us out for it.
0: Oh, that's too bad.
1: I mean that's I mean, kind not of the that way it was that
0: great, but it still would have been interesting to see.
1: Well they um, originally when we got in contact with them, we, there was Someone who's like the historian over there who was like really interested in like, let's do a whole film restoration of this film, including like the Wonderland portion, because we have the Wonderland portion too, and it might it might be an earlier cut, you know, mm-hmm. with scenes that were cut out later, and I was like, "Yes, totally, um but then she never got back to us <laughs> it's like, okay.
0: hmm. Too yeah. so bad
1: and then the Lewis Carroll Society didn't care, so that that was fun. Um
3: and nobody <laughs> nobody ever takes film history frustrated Frustrating.
1: It, it is really frustrating because uh well, it's like uh over a hundred you know and this i'm going it's off topic but it's over a hundred years old, and it's like it's not gonna you know survive forever guys
4: hmm Yeah, yeah.
1: That's still so
0: bizarre to me. Like, I know we've talked about in the past about the Lewis Carroll society. They don't really care too much about the adaptations. That seems so yeah. backwards to me. Like you'd think that they would, you'd think that they would be the ones who would care the most.
1: It actually, yeah. it's, right. it happens in a lot of literary societies, not, not just Alice. Uh, Cause I, have had other people like from, um, oh, I forgot they call the Ozians, you know, people are into Oz, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, uh, Cause there, there are so many annotations out there and people just don't care. Like they'll love this, they'll love the book and they're just like, eh, whatever. And, um, you don't get that as much for, for like early Disney stuff. Cause you get people out there who do care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I feel like it's, it's still a little damaged sometimes. Like, like for instance, you have a, we know of at least one short that's in an archive. That's just hard to find. There might be more out there. Uh, Disney makes it hard to find too because they're kind of copyrighted but not confusing. Um, yeah,
3: I was, yeah, I thought they were in public domain at one point. Technically,
1: but sure. yeah, they're public domain but they make it very... Do you remember when they quote-unquote bought the rights to Oswald? And oh, yeah. Was, Vaguely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how the newspapers were framing it but really they there were no rights to Oswald to purchase. It, it was public domain.
3: Oh, so, I feel your fact.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. but I feel like they purposely phrased it that way so people wouldn't be like, "Oh, a uh, free character we can use." You know, so it's <laughs> I don't know, it's confusing. <laughs>
4: right. Yeah. <Huh. laughs> you
1: know, so it's. I think what actually happened was they bought like the film reels or something to all, the Oswald cartoons. Uh,
0: oh, okay.
1: But it's public domain. So that's what we're able to put them on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I... And then Disney doesn't really help with like making them more accessible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, there's still so much archive. old stuff that's
0: not even on Disney Plus yet, which is yeah. a bit frustrating. Yeah, okay. Like I, I wanted to find these on
2: Disney Plus, but you have to
0: like. I don't
1: think they'll ever be on Disney Plus. and y.
2: Yeah, they're too well, focused on Star Wars and Marvel right now. <laughs> Yeah, like, not even exactly. all the
1: Mickey Mouse cartoons are on Disney Plus. Yeah. Only very select ones. Yeah.
2: Not even the entire Disney Canon is there, I think. Is no, it Make My no. Music that's missing? Yeah,
1: Yeah. Make My Music yeah. is still missing. It's like, Dead okay, on. just take out the scene you have a problem with then. Jeez, you know, just come on.
0: <laughs> and you don't even yeah. have to do that. I mean, put, you could uh, put two put versions that, like, put, or something. they already have warnings on a bunch of them. Like just yeah, put like a strong warning. warning, and now they've yeah. got yeah. they've they've put in the parental guidance so that they can have the more explicit Netflix Marvel stuff. So now they've got that. Yeah. So why can't they do that? Yeah,
1: but I don't even get make my music because they already released it on like DVD with the uh, oh what's it called the Hatfields and Nick Boys? They already mm, Martin, they've Martin's already released the it without that segment. So what what well, the that, problem? I
3: I was thinking the same thing. They already had a version without that, mm-hmm. and, but so why are they why are they releasing a uh, Peter Pan with uh, content warnings, but they're not releasing a uh, Make My Music with like cutting the offensive stuff out like it, it sort of seems like an inconsistent policy i think it's the more than that, that there really,
2: doesn't seem to oh, be um sorry no, i think it's more sorry, like, no, no, go ahead. it's that they don't feel there's a demand for it so they're not in any rush to do it i feel it's more well, that's really frustrating oh,
3: there's no demand well see that's what i assumed it was the reason why there are so many cartoon shorts made by disney that aren't on disney plus because there are a ton that are missing there are a ton that are missing and Most I Yeah, most of them are. They don't have a lot. And I imagine that it was because of what Mark is saying that there's probably not any demand because they're trying to, like, cater to Marvel fans and stuff like that. And so that's a priority.
2: It's not, not meant, Disney Plus isn't meant for, like, Disney historians or Disney completionists. It's more meant... Just for the modern families.
1: person. Yeah. You no, know, it wouldn't hurt them for anything. They have like a section of Disney Plus for the history nerds. Yeah. I mean, it's just sitting in their vaults. Why yeah. not? It, we got we got the Disneyland TV show. We got Wonderful World of Disney, you know, uh, Wonderful World of Color. Yeah. There's so many things that they could just put I, on there
0: for us. At least for me, I don't think they even need to do much restoration on them. I'd I'd watch oh. them if it was kind of grainy footage, like it's still interesting.
2: Yeah. Like, like I'm friends with a lot of people who are into like Disney's live action movies and I think that someone said in one of our Discord chats that it's been over a year, probably a year and a half I think since one of Walt Disney any one of Walt Disney's live action films was released to Disney Plus. Hmm.
1: they have they have um some of them are definitely missing from disney plus and i don't think they'll ever be put up um yeah in particular it's not Walt area but walt era but i wanted to show like my friend something wicked this way comes because i was like this is like really weirdly dark for a disney movie and i want you guys to see it and i was like Oh, it's not on Disney Plus. I'm gonna go have to hunt it down. You know, like
2: <laughs> that's a pretty good one. And,
1: yeah, and Walter in the Woods, I think, is also not on Disney Plus, which is the other one I wanted to show them.
2: That's also pretty so good. That's, that's pretty yeah. scary. That's like the scariest Disney movie I think. <laughs> yeah,
1: but right. you know, yeah. it, they are Disney movies, so yeah. it's like, what you know, you got your content warning there. Yeah, why
2: not? Again, I, th- I think it's just demand. no one's begging them, or not enough people are begging them to put them on yet, so they're not <laughs> rushing to do it.
1: I think they're too worried about their public image. So Peter Pan is okay. Peter in, Peter Pan in general hasn't been re- really canceled, which no. is weird because people cancel so many things. But meanwhile, Peter Pan has a lot of stuff in it, like you know the Indian village and.
2: It's, um, been, it's been criticized a lot, but yeah, I guess it's been criticized. But
1: people love the story, they're mm-hmm. not going
3: to cancel mm-hmm. it. I, yeah, well, like Tinkle Bell has her own, like, straight to video series of movies. It's like it's kind of hard to erase it when you've got so many people talking about it. And Peter Pan is a popular story, too. So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to cancel it because if you try to cancel it, it's not going to stay canceled. It's Peter Pan.
1: I just think it's very hypocritical. I'm not saying we should cancel Hi Peter Pan, but I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, y'all want to cancel "Song of the South," even though we, you know, we there are good parts of "Song of the South." Yeah. So I, if you're gonna do a broad brush, be consistent.
3: Well, that's what I was talking about when I said that they're inconsistent. They're being inconsistent yeah. with what they do doing. Sometimes.
1: Yeah, but Peter Pan's okay because people still like Peter Pan. <laughs> right. If if they didn't, we he'd be gone.
3: Whatever makes money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever makes yeah. money.
3: Yeah. yeah, Whatever makes money. Yeah, does. There's no demand for Song of the South. That's the thing. Especially
2: now that they're redoing Splash Mountain as um, Princess and the Frog. So that'll be the last remnant yeah. of Song yeah. of the South.
1: Yeah. yeah I'm a bit actually, sad about that. The sign of the times.
3: Oh, yeah. Fine. I mean, as long as they keep by, like, yeah, I guess. Like, if they don't try to overhaul Splash Mountain's core concept of writing a log down in, like water then I'm okay with it, but that but that's just me.
1: Well you know, they're they uh they're taking out like zippity doo dah out of the like music loop oh, no, that's, too.
3: that's a classic. That's a yeah. classic song.
1: No, <laughs> we're canceling Zippity Doo Dah. Nope, it's gone.
3: That I don't I don't mind them canceling song of the shop, but Zippity like, Doo Dah made me angry. Like don't get rid of Zippity Doodah. That's that's classic. Uh,
1: it's not like, you know, there's no consistency with these people. Yeah, but Disney, Disney could... itself is very inconsistent with things like, a, oh, like the way they like release movies, like altered. Or, um, or one thing yeah. I wanted was like, I actually like, you, do you remember when they added like scenes to like the Disney Renaissance movies?
2: And the platinum edition
1: movies. <laughs> yeah. Like the yeah. uh, Human
0: Again mm-hmm. to Beauty and the Beast?
1: Yeah, Morning I, Report.
0: yeah.
1: I don't like Morning Report or Human <laughs> Again, but I really like <laughs> If I Never Knew You being added to Pocahontas. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I, I, I feel like they should have never taken that out. Um, so I, I really liked that. that.
3: I don't normally like it when they add stuff, but I didn't mind that one because I did like that, like, If I Never Knew You song, like, it, I thought it added a lot to the movie. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, it was taken out pretty late from what I understand. But anyway, so, but I can't get that. They're not offering that anymore in, like, the highest definition uh the highest quality i could get that is the dvd version that it was really strong
0: oh interesting. I, the, yeah. I, I don't know why they don't just offer like when you click the movie you can just pick a version to watch
2: like you could with the dvd like no, you have just, all con- these versions just confuse all the, on the, the the people nowadays <laughs> the young kids <laughs>
1: Yeah,
2: I, uh, I don't know yeah. disney
1: is just extremely frustrating i also wanted the extended version of Bed nons and Broomsticks* because I like the extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, but they don't too. offer that anymore.
2: And that and *Happiest Millionaire*; those are the two movies that I watch the long versions of.
1: Yeah. What's extended uh, about Bed
0: nons and Broomsticks*? I wonder if
2: I have that because I've got that on Blu-ray. There's a lot more um.
1: Sequences. Uh, not on Blu-ray.
2: There's um. um not on the Blu-ray. Portobello Road goes on for like ten minutes. Uh, oh, okay. have seen it. Then. There's a song with a flare that's missing. I love it. with
1: the flare so much. it's my that, favorite part. That it
2: was mine, mine well, too. that sounds
0: familiar. With a flare. Uh, it's on the
1: soundtrack. Uh, like you hear it in the back, in the background okay. of the movie. Basically, it's we've really gotten off track. But <laughs> Professor <Brown>. uh, it's <laughs> Professor Brown demonstrating what a con man he is, and I love it. It's hilarious, but it's not in the theatrical cut of the movie. They think it adds so much. Was it on a
0: VHS? No. What Did they play it on Disney Channel?
1: They had it on the soundtrack, so you might have heard it on, the, on a soundtrack or something.
0: It's on it one of the DVDs. So I the feel DVD. like I've seen it.
1: Yeah, it's it's on DVD. Uh, and then uh, they have the song Eglatine Sings. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's not a very good song, but when Professor Brown leaves...
4: Oh, yeah, um, yeah, I know you're talking about. And the about children, are
1: supposed to, children are supposed to go, you know, so she's, like, more... I, I guess she's wistful. I don't know how to describe it. I like this um, more scene to the Rodney McDowell. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... I, I could see why they cut it, but I prefer the extended version because that's the one I watched when I first saw it. Um, so it's, like, I would like the extended version in higher quality, but I can't
4: because
1: mm-hmm. um, they don't offer it. But anyway, so... I love you, Disney, but please, I just I want to give you my money to watch things things more easily, and you won't do it. Yeah. Take my money. <laughs> give me Alice <laughs> on Disney+. Plus. But anyway, um...
2: Maybe now we should go to Alice's Spooky Adventure.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, before um, we get really to like that, th-
0: there oh, was a couple of things I want to talk about in oh, okay. the first uh, one. All right, you have notes. <laughs> The one thing that I thought was, I don't know, cute, uh, charming, was the the title cards. I liked how things were phrased. Like I wrote down a couple of them: "Little Alice, Chuck full of curiosity, pays her first visit to a cartoon studio." I don't know, just the the phrase "Chuck full."
1: I feel like that's definitely trying to be a reference to the book Alice. Like, there's a reason why we named her Alice. She's curious.
0: Oh. That makes uh, yeah. sense. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And then I also liked her saying, I would like to watch you draw some funnies. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably in the twenties, those were that would that made a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I I just feel like I need to mention the scene with the reception committee because that scene was parodied in one of my favorite recent animated series, Over the Garden Wall. And the oh, parody really? is like spot on, amazing. Like the the whole Ooh. style of the episode changes into the style of this cartoon, and it's. I not, didn't know that. Oh yeah, it's really good. I love that episode. It's like if you haven't seen Over the Garden Wall, you need to see Over the Garden Wall. It is. I've seen it in a few years. Oh, I, can't, I can't remember
2: what you're referring to.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I need to. I watched it, but I need to rewatch it now after yeah. you said that.
0: Yeah, and it's one of those things where, like, my cousin Sarah does, like, she doesn't watch a whole lot of modern animation, but she watched this, and it's one of her favorite things. Like, we did a whole, like, full, at least two-hour podcast on Over the Garden Wall, because there's so much historical reference stuff in it that she's, like, totally into. Mm. Like, that's one of my favorite episodes that we've made, because Over the Garden Wall is amazing, and there's so, so much you can talk about in it.
2: And each episode was like, don't need 10 minutes.
0: Yes. And they pack so much into those 10 minutes.
1: Well, I have to check that oh. out.
0: Oh yeah. It's, it's good. We were just talking yesterday about, we need to watch over the garden wall again. We need to have a, an autumn themed party <laughs> and watch over the garden wall.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jonathan North watch party. Yeah.
0: But I also wanted to see what you guys thought, because in that scene, Something about it reminded me of, I don't know if you've seen this, there's a Wizard of Oz cartoon from 1933, and there's like a parade scene in it, and I didn't know if you guys had even seen that cartoon, uh, to be able to say if this felt like that cartoon or not.
1: I don't remember that cartoon.
0: Okay. I don't think it was a, it's not a cartoon that like most people know about. I'm not sure that it was ever even released because there was like a lot of legal complications when it was first made. So it's kind of one of those unreleased cartoons that have only just recently, I mean, probably not recently, recently, because I like I made a video about it several years ago.
1: But but I, like <laughs> decade, like It wasn't released. It wasn't released at
0: the time, but it was rediscovered at some point, and that now it's kind of out there, but it's still not very popular. It's not that great, and it's not a good adaptation of Wizard of Oz to begin with. Like, there's so much weird additions that it's hardly Wizard of Oz.
1: The only 20s Wizard of Oz thing I'm familiar with is the live action movie.
0: Well, this is 33, Uh, so it's uh, not 20s, but it's in that vague area of time i guess i
1: have not I have to check it out no i haven't seen it
0: it's not that great but it's kind of interesting from a historical perspective yeah but the parade scene and that reminded me of the reception committee it could have just been me <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i mean that that was I, I feel like that was a very like tropey thing at the time yeah
0: yeah but well, yeah. there's there's there was that that kind of thing did show up in a few things.
1: Yeah, it wasn't it you ever see Nemo's Adventures in Slumberland?
0: That's on my list to eventually do. I do want to see that.
1: That's it's an eighties movie, movie but it's, 80s, based yeah. off, like, it's based off like a nineteen tens comic strip.
0: Yeah. Or an early that went on to the
1: twenties. Yeah.
2: They're yeah. making a new Netflix it. show, I think, based on it. Oh really? Oh yeah. Good. With like key key from Key and Peel.
1: Huh. So, um, I don't know too much about that, but they kind of have a welcome parade for Nemo when he comes. So, I, I feel like yeah. it's, it's a very tropey thing
0: at yeah. the time.
2: Yeah. So. I remember I, a lot of yeah. parades in old cartoons.
1: They, they like America, their parades.
2: America had more to parade yeah. about. They had more to parade about. It was pre-War 2, and they, they weren't that sad yet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You saw mm, like parades in Looney Tunes, you saw parades in Joy Symphonies, there yeah. was even a movie called The Big Parade, in that came yeah. out in the funny event,
0: a yeah. <laughs> cartoon we're going to talk about later called Alan's Little Parade, but it's a different type of parade. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that
2: when we get to that. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait.
0: And actually, I was going to mention, too, speaking of Little Nemo, the original title of this was Alice in Slumberland, which ties back to the original Nemo cartoon, which was Nemo's Adventures in Slumberland. That actually would make a lot more sense to me than
2: Wonderland.
0: Yeah, because yeah, she kind falls asleep that. and yeah. it's her
2: dream. I'm guessing there's... Well, it's leg- like it's not obvious
1: enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 it's yeah, it's like... I guess I yeah.
1: guess Slumberland might have been copyrighted at that time, yeah. It could to, have been. To yeah, associate with Nemo.
0: It said a working title, so it's not like that title got very far in the process.
1: Because at this time, nema yeah, was exactly. very popular still.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was probably a reference to that specifically.
1: Yeah. She's like, that's I need you guys to understand why I named her Alice, though. It's not <laughs> obvious enough. <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, like you said, that's popular. Nothing like Alice in Wonderland, the Lewis Carroll story. But let's call her Alice, and let's call this Wonderland, and let's do it anyway. Yeah,
1: it's a I just, I just need <laughs> you guys to understand what I'm doing here. That's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and then it ended up not being released anyway. It was never called out Wonderland. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Okay, now we can move on to Alice's spooky adventure. <laughs> yeah, One the,
1: the most significant part, I think, is um, well, okay. Actually, we should probably mention this is when the live action gets like characters and yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's more involved. I I kind of I love the R gang vibes because mm-hmm. she gets friends and um, they show up again and they kind of have their own they have their own traits and storylines. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice.
2: And she's very, uh, like, it's very almost like a feminist. Uh,
1: she's very tomboy. Very
2: tomboyish. I, 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 and that, I like, got
1: that
0: too. Yeah. She did a lot I, of things that you and, wouldn't and, and, really expect a little girl of that time mm-hmm.
2: to do. In the 20s to do, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Feisty yeah, yeah, yeah. and spunky, I guess that's the word I'm looking for.
1: Yeah. She's spunky. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go in the house, then cowards. cowards. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm in charge here. Or
3: Tubby and, O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Yeah, Tubby O'Brien. No, Tubby
1: O'Brien. <laughs> Tubby is a very interesting character. I think he gets he's he's actually you know you see him and you're like oh it's the fat kid character right mm-hmm. um, yeah um he he actually is pretty prominent in the shorts. So that's
2: one thing that I didn't realize about these shorts when I watched this is how many other kids there were in these shorts besides just virginia davis there's all these other mm-hmm. kids and who knows what happened to them are they still alive or
1: yeah i i don't know anything about them i don't know if they ever got any recognition for their what uh, they did
2: probably not
1: i don't know their names
0: i don't i don't remember which one but i know one of the kids had a had a clickable wiki page and he was in like hundreds of movies or shirts oh. so oh. And, oh that's cool and, that's and i funny. don't know about all the rest of them. i just know that one of their names was clickable so, somebody got recognition. There we go. Yeah, days. but
1: what did he get recognition for being in early Disney? That's the question.
0: Oh,
2: probably not by the Disney company. It's just one of
1: oh, those things right the
2: trivia page. Yeah. I like this short when she goes in the haunted house, and, you know, they say spooks are living there, and then, like, it doesn't take much for them to try to persuade the audience. This house is haunted. It's just empty, and there's, like, literally nothing else that seems haunted about it <laughs> there's a box that's stop
0: motion but it turns out it was a cat inside it
2: yeah like nowadays, I like nowadays the... you have like cobwebs and uh, a dark <laughs> atmosphere or something back then it says, hey this house no one lives here it's haunted
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe the cobwebs wouldn't pick up i don't know
4: yeah could be
0: one thing i wanted to mention before we get too far out I... In the scene with the kids playing baseball, one of the kids had a birdcage for a helmet. <laughs>
4: oh, I, I didn't know. Oh, yeah.
1: It's <laughs> that kind oh, nice. of attention to detail that I think really makes. I, I feel like it really shows how invested Walt was in these early ones, mm-hmm. where you can see his attention to detail and things like that. Are you thinking a kid wants like a helmet? He can't find a helmet.
3: Birdcage. <laughs> <Well, laughs> Walt, Walt Disney always went all out, like was in the creativity department. So.
1: You could tell how invested he was in these mm-hmm. shorts at first. There's a lot of care.
3: Yeah, he, a lot of care. He really wanted them to be entertaining. Uh, birdcage would make people laugh.
1: And I, I feel like there's also a lot of like uh, I, I feel like Walt was really good at you know remembering childhood.
3: Yeah. Um, yes.
1: Like, I'm thinking of, for instance, like, his later movie, like, movies like Pollyanna. You see the kid, like, putting a, a penny on the railroad track and seeing it run over by the train. And, I mean, that's something kids would always wonder, like, what would happen if he did that?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah.
1: You know, of course, Haunted House, what would happen if he went in the haunted house? Yeah. I really like it. I don't know. <laughs>
3: he, yeah. He was in Touch with his inner child. You could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. throughout his whole life
2: probably like yeah i think that's why his films are so i don't like the word relatable but i mean everyone can
1: they are resonate relatable. with
2: them yeah. yeah well he always said
0: that he did things for the young and the young at heart yeah so yeah because
1: yeah. adults get a kick out of it because they're like i remember wondering mm-hmm. about that as a kid or thinking that So i feel like that's a really nice part about these alice comedies that you don't realize you're going to get you think you're just going to get like early cartoons hmm and yeah that's what um, i was thinking yeah
0: yeah and uh, like i had only seen the first one so i just assumed that the rest of them were like that and i was pleasantly surprised that a lot of these were way better than the first one
1: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. no that said it does get it does you can tell he lost interest later yes that <laughs> is walt's fault yeah. he loses interest
0: yeah yeah. yeah yeah i've been listening yeah. to a podcast about disney history and it's kind of interesting when he's working on something and the person doing the podcast will say but by this time walt was in walt was interested in this other thing yeah. <laughs> and he left yeah. it up to yeah. his animators to work on this other thing that they
3: were I interested always in. That always yeah. happens. It was Story he, of his life. <laughs> yeah. It's like he hated doing ordinary things. He always liked to innovate. That was his thing. He always wanted to innovate. And if he wasn't innovating, then he was bored.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, that's that's why he was successful. He kept going for new things.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why he made like Fantasia three years after he made Snow White. When those movies are completely different from each other. It's like, wait, you're going to go from a fairy tale about a princess to, a, like, A classical music concert, like, and it's like because it was different than new. That's what mm-hmm. he liked. <laughs> mm.
1: And I, I, you see that in the Alice comedies because when you think about it, for Tommy Tucker's Tooth, he was doing purely cartoons, he wasn't doing live action. Oh, yeah. So I, I feel like in Tommy Tucker's Tooth, maybe you got a taste of, you know, what I think I like, I like a little bit of live action combining it with animation. What would happen if I go further with this?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's what. Brought the Alice comedies. Then he got bored and was like, oh, "What if I just do a, <laughs> do a rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be easier." Yeah, you could.
3: Well, you could tell that he was sort of like eventually getting distant from live action and more towards animation, even in the Alice shorts. You could tell because yes. Alice's role in our shorts was shrinking the further it mm-hmm. went. Yeah, <neh Copiciciently sound> more on Julius, Julius the cat and Pete the bear were getting
1: more of the focus speaking of which spooky adventures when we first meet Julius.
0: I wondered if it was supposed to be the same cat throughout all these. Yeah, yeah. on the wiki page it talked about Julius the cat, but I didn't know if this was supposed to be Julius here or if this
2: was just a random cat.
1: Yeah, I think he yeah. was meant to be a random cat, but I guess they really liked him.
2: And there was, was supposed to be sort of a thing on like, uh, Felix the Cat. That's why he looks so familiar. like Felix.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I do wonder how inspired by Felix they were.
2: Yeah, I think it was it was their jab at it, I think. I feel like
0: Felix's design showed up in a lot of studios. They always like yeah. changed it a little bit, but it was like they were kind of copying each other's work.
2: Yeah, that, that's pretty much the history of
3: animation right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a bunch of copying. Well, Margaret Winkler distributed... Felix the Cat cartoons, I think, and he ended when he got uh, out of distributing Felix the Cat and started working with Walt Disney. He might have been the one who suggested, "Hey, can you get a cat <laughs> in the cartoon because, because mm. that will be successful?" That there might have been because of her that they got Julius. Hmm. Right I'm not mind. sure when Charles
1: he? Mintz became involved. When did he get involved?
3: Charles Mintz, yeah, and I I think Charles Mintz got involved. I know he. I'm not sure, but I know that he was involved when he started Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. That was 1927.
1: Yeah, I think he got he did get involved with the Alice Comedies at some point. I'm just not sure when.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: We're so knowledgeable. Let me let me look it up.
3: (laughs) But yeah, but no, but like I know that yeah, like you said, Charles Mintz took over from Margaret Winkler for some reason. Like yeah.
2: One thing about—I don't know if I want to jump right to the end of this episode, but I found it really both hilarious and interesting that it ends with her getting arrested and put in jail. Yeah, the, that was kind of on a left field. With a yeah, with a ball chain tied to her foot. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's like escalated. Like, wow, like
2: that—that that sure went. Yeah. Uh, that, well, that went places. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then the, the, the final <laughs> saying. It said, "Isn't it the truth? A woman always pays." I'm like, is that like a saying that was back then? I didn't get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: oh, at all
1: I think pain. I saw that don't all
2: if my copy that I watched didn't see that.
1: I saw a Danish version or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think that's probably what it was. There were
0: several versions online. I watched, I think I watched two different versions. One was in another language and I wasn't sure what it was saying. And then I found another version, but they were both of very different qualities. One was very clear and the other one was like, very grainy and hard to watch Mm -hmm. like in the in the scene where she wakes up you have in the cartoon land the cat is like messily kissing her hand which was weird and then when she wakes up there's a live action cat licking her hand but in the one copy you couldn't even see the cat it was so blurry
1: well you know i was watching with my friend and i was like oh she's engaged now he proposed to her (laughs) Yes. Uh, it's right like he's coming back.
0: It, it did seem that way. It was a weird scene. It was a very yeah. weird scene.
1: Well, she acts all codish, like, "Oh yeah."
3: Yeah, no, like you did. You could tell that the cat loved uh, Alice in some of the. They, he, he was sort of like the romantic lead yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think he just served whatever right. part sometimes. they needed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah it depended on the spot. Yeah.
0: One other thing that I noticed in a lot of these, but starting with this one, is there's a surprising amount of violence, including like full-on death.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 wait till we get to the next one.
0: I mean, in this one, the characters are already dead, but like they're ghosts, <laughs> and she's like bashing them over the head one by one, and they're all they're already dead, but then they die again, and then she blows on them, and their bodies just kind of blow away.
1: Yeah, they're ghosts, they're dead.
2: I feel <laughs> back then um slapstick was a lot more everywhere and people just accepted it more. So yeah. the, the 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 hard the harder harsher it can be, <laughs> the better it is for money, I guess.
1: I believe in one one of these shorts, doesn't she have like bathtub gin in her house?
2: I can't remember.
1: Um
0: I'm not sure. There is one short that we'll get to that there's multiple versions, and one of them was censored because of alcohol. And I'm I didn't see the, the the uncensored version. I only saw the censored version. Yeah. But I read about an uncensored version. It was with Pete, who was apparently was named Bootleg Pete at yeah. in his first appearance because oh. he made bootleg alcohol. Oh. And that got censored. That. That got censored right away. I thought it was
1: because of yeah. his leg.
0: <laughs> the, his name was first was bootleg Pete because he made alcohol. And that was like immediately censored. He was not allowed to put that out. But somebody found like a foreign reel, like from another country that mm. had all the, all the alcohol stuff still in it. Like the, the it was, nobody had known the original, original of why his name was first bootleg Pete before it was changed to peg leg Pete.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's the oldest Disney <laughs> character still around, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Pete doesn't get any recognition.
2: <laughs> I never knew he was a cat until, like, a couple years ago. Well, the yeah.
1: weird thing is he oh, starts yeah. as a bear. We're kind of skipping forward to Alice's solves puzzle. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's supposed to be a bear at first.
0: At first. And then they changed yeah. him to a cat in later appearances. But it's still apparently the same yeah. character.
1: Which, uh, it makes sense, though, that he's not a cat first, because Julius is a cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And really, his appearance, even though he's a cat in later in later appearances, his appearance still retains some of those bear-like qualities. Yeah. Bear-like. So he's almost sort of like a hybrid cat-bear. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he still looks more like a bear than a cat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> He's like, he's like, I got surgery for my ears. I'm a cat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not a bear. Yeah. Um. Oh, is there anything else we want to say about Spooky Adventure?
0: Just that in the scene where she's in the house searching around, she gets at one point covered in white powder, and I was like, did they just dump asbestos on that little girl? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. Hopefully not. <laughs> Oh another fun tidbit. Walt actually like was directing oh, the live action portions. Yeah. So he would have been the one to tell her.
2: Did he direct all of it?
1: Yeah, he he directed the you can see pictures of him directing her during Alice's Spooky Adventure behind hmm. the camera.
3: Interesting.
1: Yeah, so that's fun.
3: Yeah. But he directed all of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so until basically when you barely see Alice anymore that's when he was like, eh, "I'm out." <laughs>
3: <laughs> if i'm looking on the rabbit
1: yeah
0: well speaking of asbestos we can move on to the next one because there was a sign in <laughs> it that said asbestos spelled wrong i was like yeah. did th- is that supposed yeah. to mean applause <laughs> because they they had a lot of intentional misspellings to be like cute kid
2: misspellings of things and like did they just Right,
0: Alice's Wild
1: West Show. I don't
2: know. I thought yes. um, I thought it, I thought they just meant asbestos, but I would never figured out. <laughs> That's the only
0: thing I, I could thought think it of. was
1: like they were pretending they were being sponsored by asbestos, asbestos because oh, I would have
0: maybe I would have
1: done that kind of thing as a kid. Like I pretended
2: asbestos. No house is full without it.
1: I pretended had a radio station as a kid, and I would actually say sponsored by you know such and such product, <laughs> and you know.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. so i just
1: i just figured it was that because that that was a thing they sold back then
0: Uh huh. and it was sold <laughs> as something perfectly harmless to use around children it was like i, I was just reading the other day about them they made like a, there was a certain brand of cigarettes that had asbestos in the filters and Ew. they sold it as being like pleasant for your lungs or something like that it's like, uh, um, no. And then later on, those ones killed people way faster than uh, even normal cigarettes.
1: Yes. Yay, history. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen. You have to take a gamble. You got to smoke some asbestos. You never know. <laughs>
2: But you speaking of smoking like she smokes a cigar, and this one yeah. like, pretends to smoke a cigar. Uh, which I...
0: Another reason this will never be
1: on Disney Plus. <laughs> nah, exactly. I think it's animated really well, though. Yeah. So, like a, I, like
0: just... all the stuff in this one is this one's probably my favorite.
1: It's the best one, I think.
0: Even though there's a lot of stuff that people would probably say is very questionable today, this one just had the most. I don't know creativity it's the most our gang one i think because all the kids just do so many cute little kid things
1: i would have loved as a kid to like put on a show like this mm-hmm. i would have loved i always liked fantasized about doing this as a kid but i never had any friends who would have done it <laughs> and nah, yeah. so it's really appealed to me. And then yeah. you you got Tubby coming in, and you're like, I Tubby thought y'all O'Brien. were friends. Yeah, Tubby O'Brien. Tubby oh,
0: O'Brien and his gang are here.
1: <laughs> oh, They'll no. bust up
2: the show for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to quit before he does anything.
2: Are, <laughs> I, I'm so impressed at the when they come and sit on that bench, and it bends and bends but never breaks.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of like, what is that bench made out of? Yeah. It's very cartoon-y. You know, it's very cartoon-like. <laughs>
2: A very
0: sturdy but flexible wood. Yeah, apparently. Like rubber. Or I, like, something, I, don't
1: know. I like how um, <laughs> in this in the saloon on the stage, it's there's a sign that says like "No shooting allowed." Like, yes. You know, loudness.
2: <laughs> and no booze. That says, <laughs> no minors. Yeah. And there's another sign yeah. that says
0: "Everybody get drunk." And <laughs> I think it's supposed to say hooch, <laughs> but it's spelled hoosh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. I i think it's all obviously it's questionable but i think it's adorable
0: yeah i, I love <laughs> i loved slash was hilariously disgusted by the scene at the beginning well first she's selling tickets and somebody pays indentures which she accepts as payment <laughs> and then they go in <laughs> and then i was like a truly horrifying scene in the age of covid when a child <laughs> buys a glass of lemonade, which is just a glass of water that the kid dunks two lemons in, or it dunks a lemon in twice, yeah. then the yeah. kid drinks most Ooh. of it and leaves. So the barkeeper pours the rest back into the cell to the next
1: kid. But that's so something kids would do i know yeah. that's why like i just like lemonade. Yeah. disgusted
2: i feel this yeah. one the, the the writers or if it's walter i don't know who else wrote this it's but probably like, Walt. they probably they, he did a good job with writing the the jokes and all that in this one
0: yeah he really I'm sure they to probably were reminiscing about things yeah. that they did as children because this all seems very realistically Kids' stuff. Like, that's why this one felt mm-hmm. so much like our gang to me because it was just, this is stuff that kids would do.
1: Yeah, if mm-hmm. they could. What if they could? <laughs> I would totally put yeah. on a whole stage show about the Wild West if you let me. <laughs> 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 if I had a crew. Heck yes. Bye. I liked how Alice is like, uh, I'll do it myself then. <laughs> <laughs>
0: She's like, I can totally keep
1: these kids cap- you know, captivated.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's when the animation comes in, because she starts just telling a story, and then it turns to animation, with a lot of violent animation.
2: She literally kills
1: everybody That's yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. There's blood on the wall. And people are her,
2: surrounding her, and she's just... Just blown off from her. Um, it's like oops. Uh, yeah, in
0: the first yeah. in the first short, she shoots all the Indians but one who runs away in crutches, and then in the um, second one, I think she actually shoots the light out, and then when the light goes back on, everyone, Everyone's literally dead. everyone, <laughs> is dead,
1: except for the bad guy she was trying to shoot, which yes. I guess is the joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Another joke that I loved in this was that the bad guy, Wild Bill Hiccup he's trying to get into a safe and the safe has specific instructions on how to open it and he's still just trying to pick it open and blow it open but but the safe, the instructions like how to twist the knob to get it to open it's manufactured by Unsafe Safe Company <laughs>
3: <laughs> did
1: you guys notice the villain had like five fingers it bothered me so much
3: uh no i didn't, I know. Know, I didn't.
0: <laughs> well that they're all a bit stubby like thumbs
1: yeah well i was like wait his five fingers well, that should look normal but it really doesn't <laughs> not in
0: this oh, kind yeah. of animation
1: yeah well they're all stubby looking it was like having five thumbs <laughs> you know but anyway maybe it was
0: supposed to be disturbing
1: yeah maybe he is the bad guy <laughs> Only Alice can have five fingers, guys.
3: <laughs> yeah, they broke the law. They broke the law. Well,
1: they broke the cartoon. He broke the law, all right? And sometimes people have to die <laughs> when trying to avenge breaking the law. It's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll you just right. have That's why Alice bl- shot cartoon blood on the saloon wall. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Another thing about this one is that the violence does not stay contained to the cartoon world because (laughs) at the end, she jumps Tubby and, like, (laughs) absolutely beats the snot out of him. (laughs) She's, like, strangling him. And I think he's bleeding, too. And he cries and runs away.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's It's intense.
2: He's learned (laughs) his lesson.
1: (laughs) <laughs> how dare you, how dare you show up and then get mad that there wasn't a show you throw vegetables at me How dare you? <laughs> nobody likes you tubby oh
3: yeah god
1: so that that one I think is definitely the best one out of all of them yes, so i'm gonna put i'm gonna put a special note in here because I, I i forgot to suggest it Alice and the dogcatcher uh is one after this so you got the ku klux klan thing in it and um (laughs) a lot of violence uh you got toby coming in being like oh the dog catcher's here and then alice is like thinking about poor dog being taken away from his family and uh being made into sausages at the sausage factory because that's what a dog catcher does right. They make turn, they mm. <laughs> get dogs, turn them into sausages, and then at the end of the cartoon segment, there's like a a link of sausages. Well, okay, like most of the puppies get to a home, and you know the mama's like, "Oh, you're back!" And then uh, you see a link of sausages come up. And goes, "Ma," and she goes, "Oscar!" And <laughs> the <What? laughs> <A> dog <laughs> is turned into sausages? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like this huge <laughs> car chase. It's it's actually really impressive with the dog catcher's uh, vehicle. And there's even a point where it's like driverless. You just see it like go going do- down the 1920 streets of LA. But like seriously, the beginning of the Ku Klux Klan is so weird. Um, so the kids are pretending to be in the Ku Klux Klan, and they got like paper oh. bags for hoods. Yeah. I, I think the joke is that they don't know what the Ku Klux Klan is because at some point they take yeah. off the paper bags and the black kid is in it too. <laughs> <And> I,
3: I, <laughs> I don't remember this. Well, I don't remember this. Yeah, Klan, I, I feel like I would the Ku Klux Klan being in an Alice comedy.
1: Well, they call it the Ku Klux Club. But it's it's definitely supposed to be the KKK. Oh, okay. they, they're like holding up letters that spell like KKK and
2: uh, uh, so this would yeah. have been when the second clan i guess was in around
1: the second clan
2: yeah because i guess kookos kind of had three three different periods Iterations. yeah so i think ah. this was the second one
1: interesting uh. Well, I, I, I guess that. that's
2: another reason that these will never be on Disney Plus.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That one will never yeah. be on Disney Plus ever.
2: You learn something <laughs> every day. <laughs>
1: anyway, I, I'm sorry, I totally forgot to suggest that one. Um, it's, I highly recommend it just to be like, what the, you know, what am I looking at? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah
0: I'll have to enlighten <laughs> myself after we're done with this. <laughs>
1: Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, I expect we'll hear cancellation of the Alice comedies any day now.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think you can cancel something that's not even
3: <laughs> really a- out there. Nobody knows about this. It's fine.
1: I do think it's funny how it's just casually on YouTube. It's
3: fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of stuff is.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm glad it is, even though it's kind of terrible. It's like I don't want to like fully erase history because it's still interesting to know what they did in the past, even if it is.
1: Yeah, I, I do think it's historically interesting. because yes, it's yes. like people, you know, the Ku Klux Klan was not really a thing in the West where these things were filmed. So it's like I'm not saying they didn't exist; they totally existed. Segregation existed, but like it wasn't as big as like in the South. Hmm. So. I, I really do think the joke is supposed to be the kids don't know what it is and they just want to be in a secret society because secret societies right. are cool.
0: You're probably right.
1: So yeah, I, it, but it's just a very intense joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things
0: where it's the history of what has happened since has changed how you look at the joke.
1: I guess also because there are local sect like different sectors, right? So some were more violent than others.
3: So, yeah, well, that's called not holding up. That's what that is. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does not hold up.
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so, uh, I recommend it as a historical curiosity. The car chase yes. is cool.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know, it's also kind of a... The past wasn't squeaky clean.
0: No.
3: Yeah. No, you, you learn that when you're a historian. The past mm-hmm. is not squeaky yeah. clean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <clears throat> and people aren't perfect people either. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I do make a lot of fun of cancel culture because I, I do feel like uh, at least, I feel like sometimes they miss that just because something is bad. That doesn't, need, you know, it, like we don't need to forget that something has happened.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, so that I agree. <laughs> agree with that. Yeah.
1: And I, I don't think that means the Disney company nowadays is racist. That's not, you know. Do I think the Disney company should make it accessible for kids to watch? No. (laughs)
3: Well, the idea that something in the past means that you should, uh, it should affect what happens in the present is that's kind of a tricky slope to be on. You need to, like, because, like, the history is in the past. And should we focus on that or should we just focus on, like, trying to make the company better in the future? I feel like that's the question.
1: And I, I've, well, I've, I've always been an opinion. If you forget what the past is, then you don't know where you are.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's so what, well, that's what you were saying, like, about how you shouldn't erase the past. That I agree yeah. with. Yes. Because, yeah. like, because it makes it seem like you're trying to forget the fact that it happened, and you shouldn't forget that racism or stuff like that happens because, it's like, it happens and you have to acknowledge it. So yeah. you shouldn't, and you shouldn't it, disappear.
1: It's also kind of like uh, people who believe in, like, being colorblind.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's not really right either because the past still affects like where, where people are today.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: completely agree. So I, I recommend it as a historical curiosity. Yes. but, but Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Well, from that one, we can go to Alice and the Peacemaker or Alice, the Peacemaker. Uh, the peacemaker. Because... Mm -hmm. I I thought this was funny because we had just watched the one where Alice is like literally beating the snot (laughs) out of a child (laughs) to move on to one called Alice the Peacemaker. (laughs) After she beat up
2: Toby O'Brien she rejected her ways.
1: Yeah, well that's what's funny because Toby is the one who's fighting someone else and she's like you should make peace Toby. Ignore that I just beat you up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, like I think the two paper boys are like fighting over an adult woman, which was a little weird, but whatever, I guess.
2: I think they're they're fighting over which one would sell her the paper territory. Yeah, I
0: guess that's that's true. I thought it, it seemed a little like they were infatuated with her, but they are trying to sell her paper, so I guess that does make sense.
1: That is something uh, people do, but too, like they're like, "I'm selling this neighborhood. You can't sell yeah, here." Yeah,
2: yeah like when they close their eyes when she takes the, the money purse out of her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah we're not supposed to be looking at that
0: <laughs> oh my god and this one was one where i couldn't really like i don't think i found an english version so this one was when i was watching another language so i'm not sure exactly what was going on here because after this i think she's telling them a story of a cat and mouse were fighting. I think this is supposed to be like a parable for them to show what will yeah. happen if they fight. I d- I didn't get that. Like it didn't say that in something that I could read. But yeah.
1: Well, then the cat and mouse work together, right?
2: Yeah, they work together to fight the police dog. So this cat and mouse reminded me a lot of Tom and Jerry. Like I literally, like Tom and Jerry. So, so 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 now I'm wondering, in fiction, have cat and mice always been at each other's throats or is yeah. this just something that just started in silent animation
1: i think in fiction yeah i think it's a trope
0: it probably has gone on for years because like in real life cats eat mice so
1: and mice and uh rats can be pretty resourceful so <laughs> I, I think it just is already a good resource for potential comedy mm-hmm. um, sure. And we're we're most used to Tom and Jerry, but I don't believe they were the first.
2: Well, yeah, probably not by this, especially. <laughs> Maybe these were the first.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, heck, uh, isn't there all even a Mickey Mouse cartoon where for some reason he's mouse sized, and not uh, sure. when the when the cat's away, it's called, I think.
0: I don't think I've seen
1: that. And also, kind of plays into that. It's been ages since I since I watched it. I don't remember it very well.
3: I haven't seen that in a long time, so I need to I need to rewatch that.
1: I just remember they, Mickey and Minnie are like dancing on the piano. Oh They're wait, tiny. maybe
0: I do remember that.
1: Yeah,
2: I might have seen that one years ago. This is one like I watched these episodes yesterday, but I don't remember how this ended. <laughs> what happens after <laughs> they get kicked out of the house? <laughs>
0: They're like being pulled, chased by this police dog, and then they ride on a bull to oh, get away okay, from him Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then the, the bull kicks the dog. Yeah, okay. Well,
0: there's a donkey that they the donkey, they, yeah. they paint mm-hmm. themselves on a sheet on a clothesline that the donkey is behind. Oh. And the police dog tries to arrest them, the drawings of them, and the donkey kicks him away. And then the kids in the real world make up, I think. I think that's the end. That's the
2: moral issue. If you
0: it's a fight in life, or you get
2: kicked by a donkey. Yes.
1: <laughs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is the moral. So, be friends.
2: Yeah. Or else watch the last episode and see what I did to Tubby in
1: that one. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not what I do.
4: <laughs>
1: She's like, I know I'm violent, but you guys don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the last one we have with Virginia Davis, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: The last few we've had were all from 1924. So we're mm-hmm. moving on to 1925. And this is Margie Gay with Alice Solves the Puzzle.
2: And th- from here, it's more like, whereas the first ones were live action segments, and then she flashbacks into animation. This is this is like, the world is already animated, animated yeah. and she's just living in it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know that there's... I don't think there's any more, at least that we've watched, that has like an Our Gang type feel to them. The rest of these are just cartoons.
1: Yeah, this is when you could tell Walt was kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah, I could, yeah. yeah. And this is this is the one where I think it was heavily censored. Yeah. Because small... this is the one that introduces Peg Leg Pete, who was originally named Bootleg Pete. Well, the one I watched said alcohol.
1: Bootleg Pete.
0: It it still had that name on this one, but yeah. it it had cut out all alcohol references. Because mm. the the thing that I read said that like the pelican that he's with has has a mouthful of bottles of booze or something, and that part that scene was cut out like that reveal.
2: Yeah, when the uh, the police on the water goes up to him and stops him, he tries to bribe him with the alcohol, but we don't in the version I saw we don't see that. It just cuts to like another scene afterwards. Ah, uh,
0: yeah. And it was weird too. Like the whole point of this one is that Alice is trying to do a crossword puzzle and she can't figure out the last thing, but apparently bootleg Pete is a collector of rare crossword puzzles. <laughs> <This> <laughs> a very weird motivation. <laughs> so he wants what, her crosswords.
2: That's literally what I was going to say. Like, you know, with so many stories that have been told, the, you know, you're always going to have repeats, but like, I don't think I've ever come across this plot line before of someone trying to <laughs> steal and collect rare puzzles. <laughs> Uh, yeah it uh, was bizarre very strange plot I'm a Crossword Puzzle fan so like I love that part <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen this before yeah. Just like, that's that's interesting tell us part. about
1: the Crossword Puzzle community <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're, 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 we're we're very uh, intellectual bunch no I'm kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> except for the rare violent one who goes Just out and steals violent. everyone else's crosswords
2: <laughs> We call him the peak character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all have bootleg peaks in our life, you know?
2: All bootlegs at it again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a funny one for such a long lasting character to come from.
0: Yeah, really. So bizarre. Like the first appearance of the longest running Disney character is when he is an angry bear trying to steal a little girl's crossword puzzle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he was just so good at it you know (laughs) what do you think about margie gray gay
0: i keep wanting to call her gray too i don't know
1: yeah
0: i thought she was fine i think i liked virginia davis better
1: she's not as good as virginia in my opinion Mm. i think at first i didn't realize it was a different Alice, and then later when i
2: found out i was like oh yeah that now that you mentioned it this did not look like virginia davis
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah right yeah her hair completely changed
0: I realized at the beginning but I was also going through the wiki pages as I was watching these making sure that I was watching them in order. Mm. So that's why I noticed and was paying attention. But I was I was wondering too, is this the first one that had actual voices in it? Because Oh, the voices versions, were added later. I wondered about that cuz that, it sounded that was like the same person doing the cat and Alice, and it was yeah. an adult man.
1: <laughs> it was like,
0: this does not sound like a little girl at all. Well, the version <laughs> I saw didn't have um, voices.
1: That was done much later. Uh, a lot of cartoon distributors, uh, after sound cartoons became a thing with, you know, like Mickey Mouse, they, they mm. dubbed older cartoons that were silent so they could still uh, distribute them
0: okay yeah i wondered about that because the timeline of like sound didn't seem to line up with this Mm. and i didn't know where the sound the voices came in
1: because i believe also in this one doesn't like uh doesn't have words like written out it does yeah
0: yeah like comic strip type words like with speech bubbles and everything
1: yeah so it's it was originally a silent film That, that
0: also well, it's kind of interesting then, knowing what's coming up, having the police dog is chasing Pete. There's like a chase and a fight at the lighthouse. The cat punches him and he goes, flying through air. He's literally impaled on a buoy.
1: Yeah, that hurts.
0: And in the version that I saw, he is like screaming in agony. <laughs> <laughs> So somebody years later apparently decided this isn't horrifying enough. I've got to add an agonizing scream to this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I watched a version without voices. No, thank you. I don't need that.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. I. I was. I like my mouth fell open. It was like what on earth. And then I then I wrote in my notes, "No wonder Pete is evil." <laughs> it's uh, like this yeah. evil police yeah. dog is torturing him and laughing at his literal impalement.
1: Yeah, it is pretty dark. Dark actually. When I saw that, I was like, "Did I miss that Pete was like rude to this dog earlier?" I, I guess it did.
2: I think that goes back to the okay. scene that was cut.
0: It probably. Who knows?
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he got busted. But then, balls. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, I like how it ends with the crossword.
0: <laughs> it's it's slightly abrupt. I thought the crossword was going to end up having to do with this cat because the cat is like being all weird again and showing off his muscles, and then she like suddenly <laughs> realizes the last clue, and it's the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which isn't a word, Alice. Exactly. It's not a word.
2: And she said, uh, I can't think of one word, and that's two.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's two words. <laughs>
2: yeah, Alice doesn't know her math.
1: But I do like how it's a, it says, and Alice comedy. I like that. Nice touch. But yeah, you think the word she would have realized would have something to do with what just happened.
0: Yeah, well, I thought it was going to be like muscles or something, because the cat's like flexing.
1: Look at me, Alice. Don't you like me?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the
1: end. <laughs> I think the voiceover literally She's like, said something like I'm so like uninterested. That. The end.
0: I think the voiceover literally said something similar to that. It's like look at my <laughs> muscles or something.
1: It, it is a bit awkward.
0: Yes. After that, we have Alice's eggplant, which I I misinterpreted as eggplant.
1: Oh yeah, we got the communist chicken thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is my favorite one that I saw.
0: <laughs> when I when I was watching this, I was like, "This feels like a commentary on what happened to Walt years later." So, like, did he foretell his own future? <laughs> That's yeah, a funny that... thing
1: because you see this and you're like, "Oh, this is definitely like about the animator strike," but no, it wasn't.
3: Yeah, this is really? long before then. Yeah. This is exactly why I wanted to talk about this one because uh, it reminded me of what happened with the Disney strike in the 40s, even though it took place like years earlier. Or
2: even one thing that I find interesting, this this came out in the 20s, so this is even, again, this is pre-World War II, so it just shows America's views and how they personified the ussr even in the 20s before world war Two or anything like that
3: well it's
1: an interesting social commentary on yeah. like the worth ethic because mm-hmm. i think that's the problem we deal with today like people will be like oh you're not working hard enough and then other people are like uh it's literally unfair mm-hmm. you know it's
3: it's still yeah. something we're
1: struggling with yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. always interesting to see it from a historical viewpoint, uh, especially knowing yeah. that Walt would later have to deal with a labor-eating strike of his own.
2: Mm-hmm. I think Little okay. Red Hensky is the yeah. one of my favorite Disney villains now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for the day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're like, excuse me, I am the true Disney fan. My favorite villain is Little Red Hensky. Who? are <laughs> <You're> like, what? <laughs> That's a little. <laughs> you know. <laughs> a communist
3: yeah. chicken that starts laboring yeah, <laughs> destroy. Yes. So a, so a Russian chicken like rallies all the other chickens to go on strike, which which felt kind of like a dig at the communist party. Yeah. So the oh communist definitely union, Yeah. Which is interesting because of how Walt blamed the labor strike on the disney studio in 1941 on communism mm-hmm. and years before he made a cartoon where the good guys were the owners of the business and the bad guys were the workers going on
1: strike yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so i like i had i had recently been learning about all the stuff with the with him like i hadn't realized how involved he was in the red scare so i guess i thought when i was in the podcast that i'd been listening to about that i thought it was kind of a new idea for him that he maybe had been listening to too many people talking about this. But this is something that apparently was in his mind for years. If he made this kind of a cartoon that long before that happened. Exactly.
1: He had very interesting views on employees. Because on one hand, he was kind of like, I feel like this cartoon is pretty much a, uh, people complain a lot, but they don't work much. You know, like, Mm -hmm. they they are kind of like, not demonized, but they are portrayed as they you know, Alice and Julius are working against them
4: mm-hmm. um,
1: instead of with them. You know, you get the feeling that Walt and whoever, by extension, wrote the story, was not fond of the idea of, like, labor rights. Mm-hmm. Um, but meanwhile, uh, Walt felt very betrayed with, like, uh, the Union Strike later in the 40s because he was like, I give such benefits to them. And I was also thinking of, like, later with Disneyland, uh, actually, we, we still get really bitter over losing – things that walt used to do for us because he would do like really really nice things like he closed down the whole park and have a party for the cast members every christmas
4: Mm -hmm.
1: like in the park for them and their families and they'd bring like a toy
4: for toy for (laughs) tots.
1: yeah well disney world started running the uh, the parks and they're like well we don't do that so you're not going to do that anymore and i i got some old Mm -hmm. cast members who are still bitter about that Mm -hmm. now Uh, you know so it's It's I don't know it's interesting because he he had a very uh varied view mm-hmm. of workers like he was kind of like if you treat them right they will want to work for you but also yeah. I mm-hmm. don't like how they strike I don't know it's it's kind of odd
3: Well it, the thing about that was that I, I, he might have it's possible that uh, the way he was framing it was that he thought that the workers who were striking were betraying him and the way he yeah. looked at unionizing was the wrong way to handle it because, yeah, like you said, he gave benefits to the employees and he treated them right. And he, he was framing it like, oh, Walt Disney Company is a family. So why would you need to unionize? All you have to do is just trust me and I'll pay you properly. And like, but like a lot of people in the 40s unionized, a lot of companies were unionizing. So everyone was looking at Walt Disney like, like he was old fashioned. Yeah. So that was that was the problem that was working mm-hmm. against him.
1: Well, well, that's, that's the though. thing. Also, like, uh he was re- he wasn't rewarding everybody. He was rewarding whoever thought he deserved it.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he he didn't give out things equally.
1: But at that time, he was distracted, so he wasn't even there to be able to determine who was mm-hmm. putting out the best work. So right, it was kind of right. like, yeah, yeah,
3: you're right about that. But he was he yeah. Walt Disney was trying to defend that by saying that I well, I give you benefits if you give me quality, and like I.
1: I reward the best, yeah. you
3: know. Mm-hmm. I reward the best. That was what he was saying, but, that, but a lot of people didn't buy that. Well, I mean, he,
1: he did reward the best at first.
3: He did. He yeah. Was. yeah, he technically he did reward. He did pay, like, the best animators, like Milk, Call and Ward, Kimball, and Frank Thomas. He gave them the most money because they were the top animators. So it's true in that way. But uh, well, that, I guess that's why those animators didn't leave the company. I as mean, they, they were the ones who were against the strike.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's why uh, he was so hurt by, oh my gosh, what's his name?
3: Art Babbitt?
1: Yeah, Art Babbitt, there you go. (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: Yeah,
4: Art Babbitt, yeah.
1: Yeah, we're getting kind of distracted here again, but um, (laughs) it is really amazing.
3: Yeah, I do want to mention one more thing about this cartoon, though. Like, uh, this is Mm -hmm. uh, the person who who plays Alice in this cartoon. This this is the only Alice. Yeah, this is the only short where Don O'Day plays mm-hmm. Alice, and Don O'Day would be better known as an adult by the stage name Anne Shirley.
1: Yeah, she uh, played Anne Shirley. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Interesting.
1: She was known for playing Anne Shirley at some point. Yeah. I've yeah. never seen. You know. I've never seen it.
0: I hunted down those because one day in the future I would like to do every version ever of Anne of Green Gables because I know they're yeah. kind of hard to find.
1: I need yeah. to watch more of those. I've only seen the the eighties yeah. TV <laughs> movies.
0: Yeah, those are the, the main ones.
1: Yeah, but um, she was really well known for that role at the time.
3: Yeah, so yeah. much so that she
0: changed her name literally to Anne yeah. Shirley.
3: literally. And then to Anne yeah. after the 1934 version of *Anne of green Gables, which he's played that. And in that, that was when she changed her name. And yes, that, that person was Alice in a Disney short for one. One, one short.
1: Tour.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then it was this one.
2: Oh, is Anne of green Gables last name? Shirley?
1: Yeah. And Shirley.
2: Yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah.
1: kind of like yeah. if Benedict Cumberbatch renamed himself Sherlock Holmes or something. <laughs> yeah.
3: <Holmes>. <laughs> <laughs> The so weird when you think about it. But yeah, Anne
2: Shirley is a good name, though. So
1: It is a good name, I know Sean
2: Connery just calls himself James Bond.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have have that <laughs> My name is James Bond now. I am the character. And they're like, look, we don't want you to play James Bond anymore. We're making a movie. He's like, I am James Bond. You can't. <laughs> it's a power move. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's a power He wants to be, yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't want to be like with George Lazenby or anybody. But he's, well, the character he was James named Bond, after
2: someone that. named James Bond, actually, but I mean, that does nothing to what we're
3: talking about. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> That's no different. <laughs> i back by the.
1: Yeah. You know. I wonder, um, Don O'Day is kind of a cheesy name, so maybe she's like, I'm going to go for that. It, it sounds <laughs> like somebody
0: from that era of film, though. It, like Don O'Day. It does. It's
2: like a, a, an early starlet.
1: It sounds like a stage name.
2: Yeah, you can tell that's not the real name. Unless it is her real name. I don't know. What
1: is her real name? What's her real name?
0: (laughs) I guess I just assumed it was Don O'Day to begin with.
1: Yeah, was it Don O'Day? Now I need to look it up. That (laughs) sounds like something a parent would name her for the stage.
3: It kind of does. It does sound like a fake name. Don O'Day.
1: Okay. Yeah, her stage name was Don O'Day. Okay. What's her birth name then?
3: One thing I
2: want to mention about the Disney strike, well, while you're looking that up is there's a book that came out recently like literally in the past month or two called the disney revolt by jake friedman um i haven't read it yet but it's on my t- tbr list
1: i should probably read that
2: mm. yeah it's about the strike <laughs> mm. yeah it exactly. just came out yeah
1: all right Her real name was Donna evelyn paris
2: ah. Dawn paris
1: just... paris that's not stagey enough apparently <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don Evelyn Paris. I would be you saying your name for Don Paris. Don Paris is a, oh, a good name.
1: Yeah, it is a good name. Even if
0: you went with the middle name yeah. Evelyn Paris, that would be a great name too. I think that's yeah. better.
1: Paris is a great last name to have a be an actress for. But okay,
3: yeah, makes, makes you sound fancy.
1: Yeah, but that was kind of like the um, just the style of stage names at that time. Don O'Day. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I also did recognize that this was a different different talis. I thought it was the same one from Solve the Puzzle until afterwards.
1: Yeah, Her hair is so short, it's like under a hat, and I think she's wearing the same dress.
2: Oh, maybe that's what it was.
1: So, Virginia Davis, actually, she was wearing her own wardrobe, like her clothes that she would wear in her everyday life. But I I feel like maybe for Margie Great Gay, they they bought their own wardrobe for her because it looks like the same dress that she wears at some point. So,
2: Hmm. I don't know. I do like how this episode ended about how they, they had to trick the workers to give in their eggs as pavement to watch the fight between two chickens whom so we who never actually see fight.
0: <laughs> uh, the, the thing with this one that made the least sense to me is like, if they're wanting to portray all of these chickens as the bad guys, why are they portraying Alice and the cat as being so horrible to them like the cat is like yeah, beating I mean. the chickens and like he's forcing the one chicken to lay eggs it's like she's afraid she's going to be killed if she doesn't it's like they're not portraying yeah. the the bosses in a positive light if they're supposed to be the heroes of this cartoon
1: this the america capitalists are always the heroes
2: yeah, exactly. I wonder if if that is if that is the message because at the end when they drive off, all the eggs fall out, right, and break. Oh, true. It could be. It's amazing, yeah. Like I, I, I looked at yeah. it as them getting their just desserts, but I don't
1: know. True. Actually, there's a lot of uh, overall in this series. There's a lot of like Alice and Julius trying to do like business things, like run a hotel, or and just failing miserably.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what happens when a child tries to do something that she, like this. Like <laughs> children can't run businesses.
3: <laughs> well, that's what happens,
2: exactly. As they always Blackberry. say, a girl and a cat should never be business <laughs> partners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next, Alice's little parade. Back to Margie Gay. And when I saw the title, I just assumed this was about a parade. <laughs> Literally, literally,
2: (laughs) same. I did not expect this to begin with a declaration of (laughs) war.
3: No, not at all. The most misleading title.
1: Yeah, those comedies are all about escalation. Yeah.
3: And again,
2: this uh, I mentioned it already, but uh, this was very interesting to me because this is 1926, so again, this is post World War One and pre World War Two. So like, they had no idea what they were going to be facing in a few years. Uh, it was yeah. interesting
1: because a lot of the people who animated this or were part of it, um, including Walt himself in yeah. World War One, they had mm-hmm. been on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Or well, I mean, Walt wasn't like in in the in, yeah, right. yeah. but he was there. You know, so it's kind of <laughs> like. It's interesting from that perspective, um, and also it's interesting. I don't know if you guys have seen the Oswald the Lucky Rabbit shorts, but there's a later one that basically recycles gags from this one,
4: where oh, Oswald's in
1: a like a war zone, um, hmm. including the. I, I believe they recycled a gag where, like, they you know Julius goes into like a shop and like gets remade.
2: Oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah. If he like yeah. gets blown was, to bits in one, yeah. one, part. And he's like,
1: put, yeah, he's like put back together again.
2: It's a hospital of spare parts. They're like, yeah, oh, that's so what doctors do.
1: There's like a literally, they take that joke from it. I remember it being Oswald Short. That was my
3: favorite uh, gag in the whole story. Was the part when Julius's head is blown off by a cannonball, and he draws his face <laughs> on the cannonball and substitutes it for his head. Yeah. I, I, I love that because it was like a nice commentary on the fact that their heads are so round and black and like a cannonball can easily replace their heads. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's hilarious to me.
1: But you know, it's, it's just interesting how dark but uh-huh. lighthearted it is at the same time. Yeah. When it's something that the animators probably went through themselves. <laughs>
2: The characters yeah. were like super excited to go to war.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that was what okay. I I think I made a note of that because like the, the war is declared and everybody's like that's the parade, everyone running to join the war, and it's like they look happy as they're running to the recruiting station. <laughs> it's like yeah, that's,
1: that's part of the joke. The cartoons, so they don't really die, right?
0: Well, Maybe. they seem to die at the end when yeah. they mm-hmm. all get bashed over the head and there's, like, a giant pile of corpses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh they're
1: fine. They'll resurrect. It's fine. Cuz we have Pete, Pete again as the bad guy.
0: Yes, and he's leading an army of mice. Yeah. And
2: this is Alice's little parade, but, like, Alice literally doesn't do a thing. I, f- I think she was, like, in two random
3: scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, she hardly did anything.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, this short should have been called "Julius Goes to War." It's exactly. not yeah. Alice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what it should have been called. did not any Alice in it at all? I think Alice is at the
0: beginning, like leading the army, and then she's at the end when the cat Julius, like he presents all the corpses to her. It's <laughs>
1: like, wow, you're so great, Julius.
4: <laughs>
0: well done, Julius. <laughs>
4: well
1: done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> talk to you well.
0: She's a little <laughs>
1: dictator,
2: something like that
1: yeah
2: you but, learned you learned well yeah. from my Tubby O'Brien
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: uh, go from beating up a child to going to actual war.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah um, like uh, she's so we're at the point in these cartoons where she's barely even in it. she's in it mm-hmm. really by name only
3: he's being pushed to the side this is what i was talking about with like uh, pete the bear and julius the cat are put more and more into the spotlight to the point where pete the bear and julius the cat become pete the bear and oswald the rabbit basically mm. when, they, when they get to the oswald cartoons. because pete the bear is in the oswald cartoons if i remember correctly oh. right
1: yeah mm. i think so he gets transferred over
3: hmm yeah you could it over your ears, like so it's sort of like mutated into the Bucky Rabbit while Alice was slowly getting put to the side and that's sort of the natural progression of those cartoons is what I noticed yeah
1: hmm. yeah. I, but Walt just gets bored the first few things of things he's sure. into are really good and then it just kind of eh, uh, just do the thing yeah
3: <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> I also wonder if um it was expensive, like doing the live-action shots.
0: It it could have been.
1: Because you see them later also like reusing old footage? And because yeah. I, I feel I feel like the part of the reason why it's impressive is because it, it'd be harder to put a live actor in an animated world.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how they did it. It's pretty amazing.
1: Well, I still I don't know how they do it. Um, I know in some parts you can tell that she's actually like cut out in frames
3: but sometimes yeah.
1: she's, if
0: she's far away she's replaced by animation
1: yeah so like um alice solves the puzzle when she was diving mm-hmm. yeah at some point it stopped being about the impressiveness of it and just like well she has to be in it she'll be back there yeah yeah, yeah you could kind of see why they moved on
3: yeah well they might as well because keeps not they keep doing a smaller role
1: yeah i mean at some point one of the later ones it ended up re- reusing footage of virginia davis
3: yeah i read about that one
0: i didn't find it to watch but i read that they used virginia davis again but she didn't come back it was just reusing footage they already had
1: yeah so it's they're pretty uninterested in the live action portion of it this time Mm -hmm. um anything else we have to say about little parade
0: i don't think so we can move on from a cartoon about war and murder and violence to a cartoon about suicide and sexual assault
2: (laughs) oh no (laughs) Alice Helps the Romance is a very, very uh, innocent
0: title. <laughs> yes, very innocent title yeah. for what this thing turned um. out to be.
2: Have you ever um. wanted to commit suicide? Do you not know how? Well, let's give you some ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is safe. Before one got dark. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Julius is...
1: He puts a gun up to his head at some point.
0: He's vying for yeah. the affections of another cat with this other taller cat.
1: It's like a proto-mortimer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, kind of. He tricks the girl into liking him. The evil cat tricks him the girl into liking him instead of Julius and apparently Julius now is suicidal. <laughs> he finds a pop gun which he thinks is a rifle and tries to kill himself with it. Though I did, I did love the the, the indignant child pedaling up on a, on a tricycle and snatching the pop gun back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he continues to try and kill himself in other various ways. And yeah, I
1: remember he tries to hang himself or something.
0: I, th- I, I couldn't tell what he was trying to do. I thought he was like going to drown himself, but then he ended up sort of hanging himself. He wanted to drown himself um, by throwing the.
1: But well, you feel like he did it by didn't. accident.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, yeah. This one actually, this is one of my favorites. This one was actually funny to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: to me, the thing that was funny was how shocking it was. The yeah. Plus, yeah. plus yeah. The, the gag with the kid on the tricycle. That I loved. Yeah, and right, he, right, goes,
2: right. he goes standing underneath the safe. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he cuts the rope, right? He, yeah. He keeps failing trying to kill himself. Yeah.
1: Then Alice is like, no.
2: Rudely
0: saving his life. <laughs> What's wrong, Julius? <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's going on, Julius? what it's just about a girl. Oh, come on!
0: <laughs> Their plan to get him back is to make her believe that this cat has fathered many children.
2: That's hilarious! Oh my god! <laughs> all these kids going, Papa! He's like, yeah, I don't know I've Never seen him in my life. I,
1: I, I don't get these romance plots. I just, I can't imagine not. Like, why would we even bother if she doesn't like you that much? Yeah, just for
0: you. <laughs> exactly. That did I'm seem like, to happen like, a lot in a lot of old cartoons, though.
1: Yeah, because you get you get that with uh, Mickey too, don't you? Like,
0: yeah, Mickey and Minnie and various. I think
1: there's a Daisy one too. There might Tom? have been.
0: It happened in the movies too, like the Bongo short with that hideous oh, yeah. bear that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a yeah, fan of not. that that half of that movie. I don't know why people think it's some sort of underrated gem.
1: I hate Bongo.
0: It's like one of the worst ones. <laughs> I hate Bongo. I hate Bongo too. Yeah. You to <laughs> I, I'm glad a I thought people do agree well, with I me. Well, I
1: mean, but <laughs> I I think the uh, Jack and the Beanstalk part is really good. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. The, the Bongo Bongo part is bad. Is bad. I, it's, the second oh. half is good. The first part, the first half is. <laughs> Well, why was this made? Yeah,
2: um, I haven't seen it in forever, but I remember being bored by Bondo. It is boring. It's very boring. I can't
3: remember if I thought it was bad or not, but just bored. No, I'm don't. i don't, I'm not surprised you were bored by it because it was very slow paced and like I would mean, like there were like what like two romantic interludes was like them like floating on hearts, when mm-hmm. like during the last scene, like they were like lasted way too long. the whole thing was really slow. <laughs>
1: My favorite part is domestic abuse.
3: <laughs> Which you
2: get in this scene too. Well, yeah, there's hug and kiss. The bear fact is this that a bear likes to see it with the slap.
3: It, slap. I, the slap really catchy yeah, catchy song abuse. I like the song, but yeah, the slap thing was, it was, it was weird.
1: But basically, cartoons have romance. Really weird.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I think the idea is they, they want the story they're trying to say is. The hero will always get the hero in, no matter what no matter what ethical boundaries you have to cross. <laughs> that's <a term>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Secret to a girl's heart, fellas, is just to care about her. She doesn't care about you, move on. Don't do this.
3: You know, I, yeah, well, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's the realistic way to look at it. But the the message in cartoons is okay, whoever wins the fight gets the girl. That's how it always goes. Write this down.
1: Yeah, the girl is the reward here. The girl is oh, the reward. She's, she's the judge and the reward yeah. at the same time. It's...
0: If you follow this cartoon, the secret to a girl's heart is to save her from a cat that's trying to force her to kiss him, and then he'll she'll kiss
2: you instead.
1: Really? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jenna,
2: Jenna Jenna's not denying this. <laughs>
1: i can't um, deny it uh, girls uh, i okay. guess so, so girls might like that i don't well you didn't force me you saved me
3: you just you shouldn't, you shouldn't expect the girl to be with you as a reward though you shouldn't treat it like i deserve a, a kid yeah
1: that's the problem here I, I think that's what a lot of people get wrong about romance in general like just be a nice yeah. person to be a nice person
4: yeah yeah
3: exactly
1: yeah, but yeah, it's a pretty classic uh, plot, I think.
3: Yeah. Have you seen Popeye? Because Popeye—that's every Popeye cartoon.
1: That's a, yeah, that's every Popeye cartoon. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: kind
0: of the point of
3: Popeye.
0: I can't <laughs> believe I forgot that when I was listing off examples. Yeah, Popeye is like the quintessential exactly.
3: example of this.
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. At some point, it's just like, why do you even want her? Come on.
3: <laughs> no.
1: But doesn't Brutus like steal her sometimes?
2: Yes, he kidnaps her sometimes.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The pop music comes
3: to the rescue. Yeah, yeah that's, always, that's always the plot. You know, but like Jenna said, if I was at the point where, where, I, where I was interested in the girl and the girl rejected me, then I would move on and I'd be like, okay, well, I guess he doesn't like me. So I guess I'll, <laughs> no conflict here. I'll just move on. With my life.
1: Yeah. That's kind of like, just move on, Julius. Don't kill yourself. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> over
0: someone you literally just met.
1: Yeah, she doesn't even like you that much. Apparently, is there better? Didn't you propose to Alice? You guys broke it off or something? (laughs) 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 She cares enough about you to stop you from killing yourself. So you know, (laughs) suicide was
2: just like you see a lot. A lot in a lot of these older cartoons. You do. It's very strange. I think the first Felix the Cat cartoon involves him commit, trying to commit suicide or, or successfully doing it. I can't remember. Well, I
0: know it's in Looney Tunes. There's Tom and
2: Jerry.
1: You get a lot of darkness in these early cartoons. Yeah. It's, it's
0: weird that they thought it was so hilarious. Like, a lot of people thought it was so hilarious.
1: I feel like there's a Donald Duck cartoon where he holds a gun to his head for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Over being rejected.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, can't, I re- something like that in the early '40s. I can't remember which one it was, but that feels familiar. With Donald, called it done. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it's kind of like I don't know. It's very interesting view on suicide. <laughs> you could kind of see why people were afraid to get help mm-hmm. when it's taken lightly like this.
3: Yeah, yeah. This was not. This was not helping the culture.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of glad we're over these jokes. to Be honest.
3: Yeah. 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 <laughs> We I think we could be a little bit more sophisticated.
1: Yeah. Uh toilet humor is where it's at.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Suicide humor, toilet humor, where? which one? I, I don't idea. know. It's a hard choice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, is there anything else we want to talk about from Alice Helps the Romance?
2: I don't think
0: so. I think we talked about enough stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's here. Well, I wanted to talk about the first appearance of Lois Hardwick as alice which is alice's circus days
1: oh that was actually really i I thought that was pretty good
4: yeah
0: for all of these it's like alice is almost inconsequential so i don't know why it felt like it was important but i felt like we talked about all the other alices we should give her a moment as well
1: Mm. she doesn't really have a big role in it though like she's just kind of she's there she's okay
0: and, and half the time, I think she's also animated like she's up on the top of that stack of chairs, and I yeah, think she I mean, there's a close
1: up of her isn't there on top of the chairs
0: they yeah. do close ups like well while, while the chairs are falling, they do close ups on her face as she's waiting for cartoon physics to kick in and make her fall as well yeah <laughs> i d- I liked that gag that was a good gag,
3: yeah, uh, I love that you were suspended in the air for like ten seconds before she fell. <laughs>
0: Yes, enough time for him to climb, get a ladder, and climb up to save her, (laughs) while all the other chairs are still tumbling below. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, most of hers are missing, right?
0: Yes, I think most, all of the ones that are missing are her run
3: as Alice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, pretty Uh, weird.
3: There are so many Lois Hardwick shorts that are missing. I was like, I only, I only watched like three. yeah yeah i i found
0: two to watch because i wanted to make sure we we talked about her first appearance and then the final cartoon we can talk about next but there wasn't yeah. much else from her that we you could even watch
1: i thought i liked this short um I, but she just seemed very passive in it yeah which yeah. is kind of just alice's role now but i i would say it, it's better than some of the other ones where she's like literally just there
0: yeah this was another one like i liked her facial expressions like she was kind of back to the virginia davis thing where i liked the faces that she made (laughs) but that was like the close-ups when she was gonna
3: fall yeah you're like i really active
2: i watched it this morning but like it didn't make any impact on me because i could barely remember what happened in that one
0: (laughs) the thing that made the most impact on me was the body horror with the lion tamer <laughs> so oh. like he gets his head bitten off and he has to crawl inside the lion to get his head back and then the lions are like tossing his head around.
2: Oh yeah, they play monkey in the middle with his head, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. It,
0: it's
2: like <laughs> I allow my favorite dad.
0: If this was live action, this would be a horrifying nightmare. This is this yeah, would be yeah, just
1: yeah. grim. Cartoon violence. This is this is why I love animation so
2: much. <laughs> do stuff with animation you can't do with yeah, yeah, you can't do this. It's leather you no. Yeah. And also, the
0: the other thing that would be a nightmare is that elephant on roller skates. That thing was hideous.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh
2: God! <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't even remember that.
1: This proves that animation is the alt uh, supreme medium. Yes. All right, we can do these things with animation that you don't want to see in live action. <laughs>
3: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: Uh, train, 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 <laughs> this, train this elephant to a roller it was, <laughs> it was more
0: in his face. There was just something about his face that was unsettling. It's probably a me thing.
3: <laughs> I, I was looking at it, and I was thinking, are, are they sure? That, is this an elephant? Is this one supposed to be an elephant? Yes. <laughs> that, was my, that was my reaction.
1: Is this supposed to be an elephant?
2: <laughs> this is like 15 years before Dumbo. They had
3: time to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> they had time to go. Thank God they got it right. It like, yeah, finally, just in time.
1: To be honest, I don't remember very much else from that short besides uh, the beginning. Ish, there was like a some cool animation of a close up of a clown face. It like went upside down.
0: That was weird.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I thought it was well done.
0: Yeah. Oh, there was also that weird thing with somebody was kept trying to peek into Alice's dressing tent. Oh, yeah, and and, and then the it. lady with the baseball bat yeah. bashing him on the head repeatedly. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot that. That's a bit disturbing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be some sort of a racist caricature, the rubber man, it looked like it was supposed to be like a wild jungle man or
3: something. Yeah, I remember that now. It might have. Been. I'm so used to watching classic cartoons that like sometimes those like a racial characters they all blend together and I yeah. forget like when I see them sometimes because there are so many of them. It's mm-hmm. But yeah, like I think you yeah you're probably right. It looked like it might have been supposed to be some kind of jungle thing.
0: Yeah, and it was. It wasn't. It didn't have a lo- a long time on screen, so it was kind of forgettable. But it was still there. Vanquishing,
1: yeah, right. yeah, yeah. To be honest, I totally forgot it. Yeah, the racism just blends in altogether sometimes.
0: Well, after <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan,
1: <laughs> this yeah, one's nothing. nothing. Just downhill from there. I was distracted by the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah.
0: That's probably all we can have to say about that one. It was.
1: Yeah. It was okay. It was okay.
0: It was. It was
1: fine, yeah. It's probably one of the better ones of the later shorts, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Which is high praise.
0: Well, the last Alice short was Alice in the Big League from 1927. And this one was also a little bit forgettable, but it did have a couple of good gags. Yeah, was the baseball.
1: I honestly don't remember anything besides the fence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was the plot of you? It's just baseball gags. Like, the whole thing was just baseball gags. Like, I don't oh, think there was much yeah. of a plot. Nah. It was just... I think it was just a vehicle for a bunch of animation gags. Spitballs. Yeah, uh... It's
1: actually a bit strange that they didn't do that with Virginia, because that seems like such a, a plot they could have used when they were doing the old R-game stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the, the first official one had a baseball game, and then it ends with yeah. a baseball game, so it's kind of a fitting bookend.
3: <laughs> mm, true. Yeah. There are so many later cartoons in animation history that did baseball gags so much better than, like, from, like, Warner Brothers and MGM. So, like, this, I couldn't help but compare this to those, which mm-hmm. made this scene even more forgettable. But it, compared to all the other Alistair's, this one wasn't terrible.
1: I feel like, I, I don't know, I guess when I see baseball cartoons, I just think of Casey at Bat. Casey it just makes dude. me want to watch that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I've, you know, I just think about, can't see a bat's good (laughs) it's just gonna zone out
0: the main thing I wanted to talk about this was basically just my favorite gags because there isn't really a story Mm. I liked that the catcher used the semaphore to communicate with the pitcher
2: oh yeah the the tiny little flags and then then the pitcher pitcher uses his ears to say okay
1: (laughs) oh yeah
0: and then I liked right. that home plate was a literal dinner plate, complete with like a fork and knife and spoon. Oh, I didn't understand. it.
3: <laughs> that was a nice, that was a nice gag there.
0: Other than that, a lot of it was very forgettable. It was a, just a bunch of gags that all kind of ran together, and it ended with Alice as the umpire making a bad call, and everyone pelted her with fruit and booze. And we never saw her again. Yeah.
4: <laughs> she and died it's, under yeah, that and that, was, <laughs> and that
3: was her last that was her last screen appearance like they chased her out of the movie industry yeah hashtag rip Alice <laughs> so
0: all in all this was a very weird series mm-hmm. but
1: uh it is yeah. very weird it's a weird series
0: yeah I'm I'm glad yeah. that we covered it though because it's still a very interesting in animation history
1: it's very uh still historically significant
2: yeah i'm glad um you had us on because i wouldn't have watched these or at least not for a long time so I'm glad yeah no
0: this is one of those things where i probably wouldn't have watched it except for the fact that yeah. i'm trying to do more of the more interesting or obscure disney history stuff so it kind of gives me an excuse to make myself watch some of the stuff that you have to like actually seek out because it's not really easily available
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I had seen it, but it's always fun to revisit.
0: Yeah. Plus, it's interesting to talk about them.
1: Yeah. I was doing this very lame thing. I had this thing where I was watching every Disney thing in order, like nice. everything Disney ever made. So I, I've already seen these.
0: That is a chore.
1: It's it's very yeah. fun to do. I just I got bored in the forties. <laughs> Ah. Because it, I got bored and like when all the animators are drafted and they just weren't funny anymore. Like those shorts and there's so Jenny, many of them.
3: Jenna is right about the cartoons from the forties. The forties they got way worse and le- way less funny after the nineteen thirties Yeah. It's
1: it's it just becomes a drag. Yeah. Anyway, but it it's very fascinating to watch uh, the very early stuff like in order and seeing the progress of time. Mm-hmm. And when you get to Snow White, know. you're you like you lose your mind. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> this, is so good. this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I did that. It was a lot of fun, and it, it's always fun to revisit. And I liked seeing the ones I really liked again, like Wild West and Spooky Adventure.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I have been meaning to see the Alice comedy just like Mark. Like I was going to eventually, but like this is a perfect excuse to like see them all because I wanted to watch. I kind of want to do what Jenna did, which is watch all the things that Disney made in order, and mm. these are the first things. These are the first things you made. So now I'm thinking I'm going to watch a lot of Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoons now. <laughs> because I want to thanks to this. We should do an
0: episode on Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Let's do that sometime in the future. Yeah. Because I that's something I should cover too.
1: Yeah, I recommend doing that because you see do that soon because you see a lot of crossover o- over from Alice the Alice comedies. Anyway, so, yeah, thanks for having me on. It was fun.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining all of you. This was a really good conversation. We'll have to make some plans to do Oswald, too, because I haven't seen much Oswald. I've seen a couple, I believe.
1: There's some really good Oswald ones.
0: Yeah, if, mm-hmm. if, if, if anybody has, like, favorite Oswald, like, let me know, and I'll put together a list of, like, the quintessential ones that we should talk about
1: I do. Okay.
0: <laughs> I trust Jenna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, most of the ones that we talked about were ones that Jenna suggested that everybody else also suggested. So Jenna has a good knowledge of what's the good ones to talk about.
1: All right, well, thank you for having us on.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining me. Do you guys want to let people know where they can find you if they want more from you, Jenna?
1: Oh, um I'm phantom wise on YouTube. I don't put out anything. This is pretty much the only thing I do now. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. And Eli. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly on Twitter. Follow me at edunky 2014, where I talk all about Disney and the entertainment industry and all kinds of stuff seeking out with my mutuals. And, but I, but I also do have a blog where I go more in depth about entertainment history and that's e_dunkyblog.com. So you can follow me there too.
2: Okay, and Mark? Uh, I have, uh, well, thanks for having having me on, Jonathan. I have two blogs. I have the Animation Commendation, uh, which is an animation-themed blog with reviews and top 13 lists, and I do my own Who Wants to Be a Millionaire animation edition game show, which uh, Season 8 is currently going on right now with our host, Jonathan North, as one of the contestants this season. So check it out. And I have another blog my live action disney project where i'm trying to watch and review every single theatrically released and disney plus released anime, um live action disney film ever made that's purely disney not like marvel or star wars or anything or touchstone or anything like that i've been doing it for nine years and i still have more to go so oh my goodness
1: <laughs> <Follow me there. laughs> i'm so entertained by this project i'm gonna have to check it out <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, please do. It's my my action, project. You're
1: like, this is my life's <laughs> work.
2: Been yes. on a hiatus for like the past month or so due to a lot of stuff going on. But I'll be back soon.
0: Well, I will have links to all available projects from everybody in the description. So thanks for joining me. We will have to do this again for Oswald at some point. So you can be on the lookout for that yay we will see you soon thank you having
4: yeah
0: see yeah. ya thanks for listening to this episode of every version ever if you like what you've heard make sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform or to the every version ever youtube channel make sure to follow my co-hosts as well any relevant links will be in the description for easy access we'll be back soon with another brand new episode so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time along and pass through the looking glass into wonderland.